The following broadcast done in memory of Paul and Jan Crouch, innovators who brought you the TBN network. God bless you guys. foul on that intro for several reasons oh i'm sure you do wow i'd like to point out three things number one just, wait, you're just not three. nick jenkins thank you thank you very much okay, i'd like to point out four things number oh, one okay. i'm not nick jenkins all right so number one is, is it okay to make fun of paul and jan crouch was that making fun of I them? I don't know that I detected sounded the sort of mockery. favorable towards them i think he was being sarcastic is our show now not really brought to us by TBN, is it? Well, we needed a sponsor I've somewhere. I've got some news for you this shit later <laughs> on. <laughs> hey, I, I, that, that's a good question. Yeah? Would you go on the? Would you go on TBN? Let's say you wrote a Boy, book. that's a good question. Let's say you wrote a book. And somebody uh, wanted to interview. <clears throat> and somebody on TBN wanted to interview yeah. you. Would you go? I don't know. I, I would I, I, I would really <laughs> struggle with that decision. I had, a, I had a good friend that actually was asked by Benny Hinn, who wrote a book, yeah. uh, and was asked by Benny Hinn to go on his show, and he did. And he said Benny Hinn was a great guy, even though he disagreed with a lot of his, well, pretty much everything. But I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. That's hard. I can see the, the discernment bloggers now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chase A. Thompson associates with TBN. He is not to be trusted. Yeah, the right. discernment bloggers have been on me a lot here lately. They, they have been. Oh, man. It's because of uh, your popularity. Must be yeah. doing something right. All right. Sec, sec, second thing. Are we supposed to introduce here? ourselves, or are you just going to go on? He's for not while? done yet. You might as I well done yet. Well, I'll, I'll And then we'll introduce ourselves. So, secondly, okay. was that Chip's music? From the no. old Chips no. motorcycle? It was not. It sounded like Chips to that me was, as well. That was okay. Star Wars in a disco-styled uh, uh, arrangement. Okay. That's a I wouldn't expect you, you to understand that. They know a lot about. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then, and then uh, thir- actually, the, the, the anthem to uh, Star Wars The Next Generation was one of my favorite oh, no. TV intros no, of all time. No. God, no. This is uh, very early <laughs> for a train wreck of a show. 
Okay, and then third. Right ha- now, there is a angry mob of nerds <laughs> heading this way. Look, and my, I'm, not, I'm not defending them either. One of my most favorite podcasts ever recorded with David is whenever he perfectly trolled a segment of geekdom that we I did. Um, used to do a show for. and Because their television... Their television channel was so popular that the only way they could make it survive was to put professional wrestling on it. <sighs> hey, my third question. Your Aquaman was the greatest bet ever. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead. That was awesome. Yeah. The th- the th- when did you become the host? I mean, you quit and came back. You really hung up on this. Last episode, and now you're the host? All of a sudden. The what, fans have spoken. Take Next. it away so we can introduce ourselves. In a world. That was is brought Wait, to you this week by. I got nothing. Go ahead. I don't either. I was letting the job. Brought to you this week by a lot of uncertainty. Welcome into episode 100 of the Gospel Friends. I am Reverend Verbage. I am Chase Captain Crunchy Thompson, broadcasting live from the unfamiliar confines of our bunker. The bunker at the HOD. This is where all the uh, all the pastors go when uh, <laughs> when David's preaching. <laughs> they, they come so down here and play jokes. cards. Uh, I am Emmanuel the General Marsh. Hooray! And I am man of multiple nicknames. Nick, we're going with Narco for tonight. Okay. Chase's wife goes to the kitchen and bakes green bean casseroles when I preach. <laughs> I'm married that, that woman for I've a done reason. the dishes a time or two. And that is a true story. And Nick and has what, gotten what up. What Nick said is also a true that story. That is true. Nick got up angrily one time during one of my sermons. Hey, okay. Angrily is a strong term. <laughs> Chase just sleeps. I do not. <laughs> Almost ever sleep in church. He roams around. I don't know what he's no, looking for. No, that's absolutely true. But he does roam. He does There's roam. A, a lot of things to do. <laughs> Gentlemen, 100 episodes plus five or six. Uh, tonight and... Um, Two plus... Kind of, this, kind of this cloud of, you know, we've been teasing for a few weeks what will happen with the gospel friends now that... Um, now that uh, we've reached episode 100. But I think we should wait and talk about that at the end of the episode. Yeah, talk about the future, where we're going, what's yeah, going to happen. we'll do next. that at the yeah, end. Just kind of give we'll everybody an the update. End. They will probably want to know that information, yeah, and, so we'll, and we will want to share it. Yeah, so we'll talk about that toward the end. But for tonight, we got a great, uh, well, hopefully a great show to kind of commemorate 100, episode yeah. 100. We're going to talk about some of our favorite moments mm-hmm. I know the the general said he had several he was trying to pick from. Mm. Favorite moments of the Gospel Friends and the the 100 episodes that we have done. Um, And we also have – we're bringing back a segment from the really early days Mm. of the Gospel Friends. Yeah. That we affectionately call Teoli. Teoli, that's right. Which stands for? It it stands for Take It or Leave It, and it's it's such an old segment – that uh, I forgot what it was about, and David had to remind me. <laughs> yeah, Chase. I was like, hey, Chase, let's do Teoli for old time's sake. And he was like, all right, I'm going to have to go remember what that was. So, But you understand it. I think so, yeah. So you want to give us a synopsis of what that'll be about? Yeah, so Teoli is uh, the part of the show where I will give you guys a choice between two different topics, and uh, we'll vote. Uh, I'll, I'll explain the, each of the topics very briefly, and you guys will vote on which one we discuss. Once you decide, I'll give you about a, I don't know, 67 to 9 minute uh, <laughs> summary of what the story is about, and then y'all get to commentate. Awesome. Is that, that's, 
That sounds like fun. Oh, it's it's a blast. I remember I used to love that stuff. I, I do too. We we are jam packed tonight. We have a game. A brought, game. Yep. Brought to you by the general. Sweet. Uh, who who really produces high quality games for this podcast? He really puts a lot of effort into it. Which we ask him to do one for episode one hundred. So we're excited about that. We have a, a what were you thinking? Uh, just for uh, you know, again, old times' sake. There we have a serial review. That's going to be great. A uh, south of the border, Mexico. How did you get this serial over Trump's wall? Well, I didn't do it, but uh, noted. <laughs> Uh, missionary par excellence Nick Johnson somehow managed to get it over the Trump wall and get it to us. Awesome. And uh, are we doing anything else? What else we do? Well, we got Nick's segment. Oh. Well, what's your segment tonight, Nick? Doesn't matter anyway. Good point. What, 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 oh, that's the name dang. of the segment. It doesn't it matter doesn't, anyway. That's yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't we think about Otherwise, that? Otherwise, like, that would have been a cruel Episode joke. 25. Tonight, Nick will be bringing you What Difference Does It Make Anyway? Yeah, there you go. That's a joke for That's you people who don't segment. listen very much because Nick's stuff used to get cut out all the time. Used to. It did. It, well, wonder why it doesn't, it doesn't now because he just doesn't bring anything. It's a new day. Well, plus he quit the show. So, And I never mind. There's nothing, I, I add nothing else to the show. Y'all want it posted? Mm. Some of you may never hear this. <laughs> okay, we have, uh, let's see, what else? We have something else. Did oh, we have, have we have we have listener we have listener feedback. <laughs> Ironically, oh, yeah. he forgets the thing that I correlated, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> listener feedback from across the pond. We do awesome, and you know, not quite as far. And those who were going to try to send something in and didn't. I'm looking at you, Chris. Mm. That one didn't make it. All right, so we're, we're but we're starting off. Emmanuel has a uh, story for us, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into some serious stuff to begin. Um, I've got, hey. a, I got a story for us. Somebody's trying to break into the bunker. Did, wait, didn't you have an article we were going to talk about? I, I mentioned an article, but I, didn't, I haven't even read it because nobody said anything. Oh. Okay. I'm really glad that time we spent in prep was well used, yeah. David. Why didn't somebody create a show doc? I did create a show doc. Come on, guys. How is it you are the only one that is not on the same page? This is episode 100. We're supposed to be better at this by now. Oh, my. Okay, what do y'all want to do then? Oh, jeez. Let's let's do the game. You want to do the game? I thought we were doing Tioli first. Oh. Well, on the show doc, that's uh, that's after after the game game and the serial review. And before the where are we going from here? Which I can't wait for. Yeah, we're, just, we're going to talk about where we're you know, going the future the of the show. I think we should do the game. I'm making, Sounds great. This is, this, this is, as, as the prime host of this podcast, I'm going to make the call. Let's do, let's do the game. I'm going to hit you. All right, so oh, Chase, wait, wait. go ahead and get started with you. <laughs> wait, wait, we got to ask the question. You got to ask the question. Wait, don't ask the question until he's ready. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, he's ready. Ask the question. What time is it? Well, I'm glad you asked, Chase. It's, it's time to play the game. <laughs> I would like to see a graph that would show the number of listeners. Rest in peace. Per show. And I wonder like where it peaked. I have a feeling it's downhill slide at this point. Actually, 99 did did really well downloaded. Oh, yeah. Okay. One of the better ones. There were some high quality um, outro post-show segments. Oh, yeah. If I do say yeah. so myself. Now, Emmanuel. was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty you were supposed to be on 99. I just forgot to text you. 
So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, so it's probably better without me. It was good. Emmanuel has a game. You do have a game, right? Because you, I do have a game. Okay. <laughs> um, so this game is um, loosely based on uh, the twenty thousand dollar pyramid. I love. So that, what's going to happen is show. I'm I it was the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. I think it's twenty. They might have went up to twenty thousand later on, but I think, I think they went up to a hundred thousand later. Everyone on after that. I think it started at Google. twenty. They, I want to say it started at the ten thousand dollar pyramid. Oh, we're it, googling. It did. Keep start going, off. Emmanuel. Go ahead, Emmanuel. So, I'm going. I'm going to read. So each person gets a turn. Okay. I'm going to give you a clue, and you got to tell me what it is. And if you get it right on the first clue, you get three points. If you get, if it takes the second clue, you get two points, and if you get on the third clue, you only get one point. Okay. And we'll just that's how we'll keep score. So, for example, if I say um, the sky, and then you don't know what it is, then I say Smurfs, and then you say okay, things that are blue, uh, and you get you'd get two points for getting it on the second thing. I like so it. That's how it. That's how it works. Everybody. Not rocket science. Uh, even you're keeping score, right? I am keeping score. Okay, you're the man. So, do you only get one guess, or can you guess after each clue? You can guess after each clue. Okay, you can guess after each clue. But you only get one guess. Is that right? Yeah, one guess. One guess, and you lose per, your point per clue. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll start with Nick since he's the host. All right, big bucks, big bucks, big bucks. No, no, Stop. No, 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 no. whammy, no whammy, no whammy. That's pressure luck. And these could, these could come. These have a variety of categories. I tried to, I tried to keep it. Actually, I did keep it clean. I tried to make sure nobody's feelings got hurt. So, are there any questions about Whoopi? No. Oh, Goldberg? No. That's probably a different show too. <laughs> it better be. Yeah, that's the new way to game. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. I, I'm getting my game shows. All right. Confused. Why did I never first come up question. With a rim shot sound effect? A first uh, clue. The message. <laughs> heretical books. No. Mm. Okay. That's not a heretical. Second uh, clue. It was softball. Work with me. Pathios.com. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I know things believers should avoid. Mm. I'll give it to him. <laughs> what things Christians things liberal read. was like? Boom! Oh, nice. Things Christians shouldn't read. The third clue was the shack. <laughs> oh, because I know that would ruffle, ruffle some feathers. Yes, it would. Nick's on the board with two points. <laughs> that okay. was good. The new expression is "rustle your jimmies." Yeah, and I hope that's all right, not David. Anything inappropriate? This, this one's for David. Shh. Clue number one: brush his tooth. Brushes. Brush his tooth. Brush his tooth. Things people say in Alabama. No. No. Oh, Number Arkansas. two. Beat his wife after a team loss. Oh. Things Alabama fans do. That is correct. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Where's my gun? <laughs> you don't have one. You don't believe in guns. Hey, Nick, you think you could uh, polish that up a little bit in editing? <laughs> Oh, Switch no he who makes the game out. has to make fun of whoever he chooses. <laughs> For a different word there. Hey, you just need to pay attention. It's your turn now. All right. Hang on. I got something in my tooth. <laughs> Here you go, Chase. My only tooth. All right. Rick Warren. Um, Be careful. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> I like Rick Warren. Let's see. 
best-selling writers that are best avoided? Mm. Incorrect. You don't like Rick Warren? Second I'm just trying to guess clue. where he's going. Mark Driscoll. Oh, uh... Oh. <laughs> well, let's see. What do they have in common? Uh, they both love Jesus. Mark Driscoll. Controversial pastors. That's not what I'm looking for. Mm. Dang. May I request a timeout to play the music? <laughs> sure. <laughs> How dare you! My ears... You're not a responsible man. This should have been Chase's intro. You're not a respectable man. You're not a responsible man in any regard. Captain Crunchy. (laughs) I I miss that guy. That's my entrance music when I come into the ring. That is hilarious. When's his new church? His new church launches next month. Very soon. Good. I can listen to some some more Driscoll sermons. I've been. I I get his. He's got stuff back online already. Yeah, I get his. Well, it's not sermons. We're gonna have to do an as the Driscoll turns on the next episode. We will. Yeah. He does. Uh, he does a newsletter that has uh, once a week that has some teaching in it. It's usually like ten minutes. Okay. He asks answers questions and stuff like ask Pastor John. <laughs> All right. Well, I've missed right. two. Third clue: Joel Osteen, Rick Warren, Mark Driscoll, Joel Osteen. Um. So not best-selling pastors, best not read, not controversial pastors. Uh. I, I don't know. I was looking for bloggers, preachers, Christians attack. okay. Which is pretty much every preacher from every. That is true. That was yeah, that was good. I should. But those I, I are, those, known are that. those are some that just people just attack. Just for clarification, how many points do you get for for not answering anything right? Five zero. Okay. Five. All right. This good. is for uh, for Nick. Narco furniture. Hmm. Furniture. Okay, and we we have some topics off limit. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. It, it's keep we're keeping it clean. Um, I have to remember the kids listen to the stuff. Show. Other people moved into the parsonage when Chase moved in. <laughs> no. Wow. That would have been, been heaviest furniture on earth. Vacuum cleaners from the sixties. <clears throat> Vacuum cleaner. Jeepers. Um, Jeepers. Watch your language. Language? Goodness gracious. There is an answer I want to give knowing you, and I'm just afraid. I'll have to edit myself. No, it's just nothing you'd have to edit for. There's nothing you'd have to edit. edit. Furniture and vacuum cleaner. We're keeping it clean. Oh, man. Take a guess. I'm working on it. Uh, stuff pastors avoid utilizing at all costs. I don't know. <laughs> no. Third clue. KJV Bibles. Oh. I I'm actually, it. I'm actually a little sad that I can't get this because it feels like it's right there. I think I know. <laughs> oh, jeepers. Um, I don't want to. Oh, come on, man. Stuff you, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer. Go ahead, David. Things that collect dust. Things that collect dust. Yeah. Okay. Although we are not stealing, but if so we I don't were get stealing, points. No, you don't. But, all right. But that's that, was, that was it. Things that collect dust. I thought it had something to do with women at first. See, okay. 
vacuum cleaner you. furniture. Ah, uh, so chauvinist. Dang, David. That was wrong. All right, David. This one will see I'm going to have an F minus rating with Feminist of America. Ganja. I'm going to. Ganja. Ganja. Oh, I know this one. Indian spiritual leaders. No. 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 Second clue. Things Nick smokes. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is not family friendly, by the way. Reefer. He, he gets ganja and reefer. I get- I okay, I honestly don't know what ganja is. I know what reefer is, although I would like to make it a joke about it. it's what you scuba dive off of. But uh, I'm going to go with Chase's things Nick smoked. Things Nick would smoke is correct. <laughs> Dang it! I want three <laughs> points for, for that. Points. <laughs> I was just making a joke. <laughs> what is ganja? It's weed, man. It's marijuana. Oh, isn't that what reefer is? Yes. Oh, so it was all. It was all okay. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it classy. I got you. What anything? Well, that was, the nothing, was nothing stronger. Definitely classy. Okay. Nothing stronger. And at this than, point, people listening, especially the newer people, are, are looking and thinking, <laughs> "How did this what, end up under a Christian setting? Podcast? What kind of Christians are these guys? They're surely not Southern Baptists." There's some uh, backstory to that joke, so it's. You have to listen to some older episodes to figure out what we're talking about. You could you could check out our new podcast, which will be coming out soon, called... Well, we'll tell them at the end. Rough Christians. <laughs> Rough Christians. <laughs> Funny. Uh, all right, uh, Chase. This is for you. Okay. I'll, pr- I'll pray for you. Oh, wow. Things we don't mean. <laughs> Phrases we use that we don't mean or won't do. Mm. Judges? No. Mm. Uh, it's close. It's close. Uh, that was a good sermon. <laughs> Christian cliches. No, your first answer was closer. Dang it! I can't wait for potluck. <laughs> Things Baptists say. Things Christians lie about. Oh wait, I love potluck. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I do. I totally. Homophobia as you are, you no man. You never I even love eat potluck. potluck. I do not like potluck. I do. I love you it. You go. You go through the line at the very, 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 very That's end. Just because I'm so humble. Yeah, and there's no, and there's no food left. I still. I love potlucks, man. I love a variety of food. It's like well, a well, buffet. I, I, I stand corrected. Then I have a. I have a friend who's a pastor. Actually, Emmanuel knows him too. But um, Craig, I won't use his last name. Mm-hmm. But he 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 actually was like suffered for real food poisoning at a potluck thing, like he had to go to the hospital yeah. and was hospitalized, and he won't eat potluck. It, that legitimately his happens a lot. Does he live on the left side of the country. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. All right, Nick. This <laughs> is what, I got zero on, points. Depends on which this way you're looking you, at the map. Let me do a score rundown. Uh, Nick has two. David has four. Chase has zero. Chase normally wins these things. Dun, dun, dun. So this, is, this is bad. For I got I got to get this one again. All right, game. I okay. I poop, therefore I am. <laughs> and I'll and I'll, I'll give you a hint on this one. Okay, thank you. It involves ho- the Hall of Dogma. Wow. The Hall John, of Dogma group. John Talley catchphrases. No. Okay. Wow. Way to throw John Honey, under the bus. Whose van is that in the driveway? <laughs> I get this one. <laughs> I must. I needed to spend more time in the Hall of Dog one. I know you it's just, a person. Yeah, it's a person. Yeah, I, I uh, Nathan Martin. No. no. Oh darn. Last clue. Love lasagna. This 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 is probably where you were hurt for quitting for 
50 episodes. Yeah. Like Ouch. four. <laughs> Ouch. This happened a while ago. I'm trying to think of who this would be. That was a bad luck of the draw for you because you're not in the hall that much. Is it Ledbetter? No. no. Okay. The, the van joke is funny. Shout out Rob Halton. Things Rob Halton says. Okay. His All wife. Right. His wife bought a van without telling him. <laughs> and they actually fought it out in, in, in the Hall of Dogma. Dogma. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. brilliant. It was awesome. Yeah, wow. Okay. All right. That must hey, be you know, he's not a no Facebook. He's forty, right? Didn't he just turn 40? I don't actually know. I'm sorry, I, Rob, I think if he's I missed around, that. I think he's around the age. All right, David, here you go. All right. Can we watch VeggieTales? Can we watch VeggieTales? Mm. Um, can we watch VeggieTales? Yes. Uh, things the children of really religious people ask. No. Okay. You're on the right track. Okay. Second clue. <laughs> I don't know what grade I'm in. <laughs> I know what this things homeschoolers ask. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, what grade you're in either. <laughs> I'm going to win the David's last. I mean, away. I'm going to win the game on episode 100. Good job. Do you, do you actually know what grade your kids are in? <laughs> I actually don't. I don't think I do. I don't know what kid. The other one, there's a lot of them. They don't two, change kind of grades. Ambiguous. They sit at the same table and they just put a different book in front of them. It doesn't count. <laughs> the other clue was, "Mommy, I feel sorry for my homework." <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This one's for you, Chase. Yeah, although, it's point, it's, although it's pointless. My flatulence like, like has me. no odor. What? My flatulence has no odor. <laughs> Things David McConnell thinks. <laughs> no, but close. <laughs> they went out from us, but they were not of us. Things reform people think. That, that is correct. Yes. All right. The, the third well, David's reform. It was things reform people say. The third one was quarters of time. I'm really not reformed by reformed standards. standards. The bottom line is reform people will not let you or <laughs> no, me into the club. No, we because can't. number one, we're credo Baptists. Yeah. And number two, neither one of us is cessationists. That's right. So we don't get into most All right, reform uh, clubs. Back to you, Niche. I'm so I'm sorry. Okay, let's go for it. This, this one's kind of rough. We'll see. Great. Let's see. Stingy church members. Stingy church members. And by stingy, I mean people who don't who don't who don't give. Yeah. See, all my all my answers are very cynical or sarcastic. Um, people, surprising. David hates. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, stingy church people. I was gonna say, you're the one that goes over the offer. Christians in the Bible Belt, but <laughs> stop talking. No, number two, clue number two, the Old Testament. <laughs> Southern Baptist. Thanks, I, thanks. I think I know. The, I think yeah. I know where this is going. Third clue, the time. <laughs> okay, they think this is hilarious. I'm out. I don't know. Uh, things. Things Chase doesn't know about? No. No. <laughs> no. I think that's close. Things pastors ignore. Oh, oh nice. All right. Okay. Golly. You know, they don't. The first one was throwing me off a little bit about the yeah. Old Testament and time I thought was you. I, I thought that was me too, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, only, uh, I, only, I think I only make fun of Nick on this one. No, I got this one for David. Good. I didn't have time to make fun of Chase. Hooray. Uh. And I was going to make fun of some other Holland Dogma members, but people are getting sensitive these days. Yeah. So, mm. 
All right, making babies. Mm. <coughs> Things I'm good at. That is correct. <laughs> Things David is good at. Notice he said making babies and not the other thing. Hey, you stop talking. You can make a lot of babies without being good at the other thing. That's an edit point. The other clues were that's no edit point. Checking out wives on Facebook. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> and mispronouncing names. Nice. Okay. Uh, there was just a couple of times where I did that. Oh, uh, that was funny. Shout out to Which, Jeremiah and Emily. I was about to say. <laughs> Nathan and Mandy. Chris and Debbie. All right. Chase. You've already crossed a couple here, bud. All right, Chase. This, this one's this one's I'm gonna give this one. To, I'm gonna change it. I won't. All right. Oh, oh uh, man, he, he's inflammatory. He, he's rigged. It's like the NBA. He's feeling bad for me. Inflammatory comments uh, or articles. Inflammatory articles, comments, or articles. Okay. Think okay. things you find in the Hall of Dogma Facebook group. <laughs> no. Dang. Close. Uh, unspoken prayer request. Uh Unspoken prayer request. Um, things annoying Christians put on Facebook. That is correct. Things Christians yes. post on social media. Third One clue point. was daily verse from the Bible app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that thing so much. Nobody wants to read your verse, people. Oh my gosh. He Emmanuel's been on. Um, he's been on record for a while. I use the Bible app. Yeah. I read it every morning. I, I use that. That's the app I use on my tablet. I just don't post the verse of the day to Facebook. That everybody else gets the same verse of the day. Like, okay, we get it. You have a Bible app, and you're really holy. <laughs> All right, Nick. This is the last one. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, I probably should stop there so it'll be even. But we'll do this one just because. Okay. Okay. Warren Throckmorton. Hmm. Warren Throckmorton. Um, Chase? It's our internet authors who need a better hobby? That is correct. People who need a hobby. Awesome. That was, <laughs> That's that was, awesome. A, that was good, Nick. That was great. Yeah. Other clues were discernment bloggers nice. and people who post cat pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Oh, That's that awesome. Yeah. All right, let me tally mm. up the score. I won't count that last one, though, because... Um, <laughs> Dang it, that was my best performance. <laughs> you, st- you still wouldn't win either way. Oh, I know. David's got this one. You'd have five. David, Someone get ready to play my theme music. David has nine. Mm. Chase has four. Yes! <laughs> we finally found something David is good at. That's good. In a hundred episodes, David has won like what four games? I think so. Three, but I, two I games in a row. I've lost shamefully. I'm going out on top. You guys can just call me champ. You got you got some difficult questions though, Chase. You got some, some tough taste to. By going out Appreciate on top, I, I did. I just meant like you don't have to explain that, brother. Over episode 100 just to stop. the the hump. Yeah. Just stop. Oh yeah, going out. Yeah, the first hundred episodes on top is what you meant. That's that's all I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sanctification. Again, we're gonna talk. Well, no, we're not. He, I thought initially he was being a little crude, but he 
it sounded like he was saying that the show was ending tonight, which, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about where the show is going. Yeah, that'll be at the end. Yeah. yeah. We're not ready to, you know, reveal that yet. No. Uh, it was a Freudian slip. My bad. Yeah. Hey, check your show, Doc. Where do we go now? Let's talk about... Um, we got to do the serial review. We got serial review. We got to do Tioli. Serial review. Uh, we need to talk. Let's do serial review while we're doing talking about our favorite episodes and playing some voicemails. Yeah, l- so are we gonna do that first? We gonna do Tioli first? Let's take a timeout here. We take a timeout. Yeah. Hey, could you? My daughter's coming to pick up her keys. My keys to get something out of my car. Play some elevator music, Nick. Okay, we can do that. Is the uh, is the door locked? I don't believe so. Okay, <laughs> dude. Is, is don't the, spill your. Is the actually spilling out? Don't, <laughs> don't drink in pot. <laughs> we'll go. We need to clean that up. It's going to smell like beer in here. I mean, by I, I mean, is she out there? <laughs> he forgot that quick that he put it down there. All of a sudden, had ten voicemails. I mean, ten texts. I was like, uh-oh, what's wrong? Oh, yeah, I had to tread carefully on that game because there's some stuff I could have done with a story, oh, yeah. but it was just like, Ugh. oh, yeah. I have to remember that kids listen. That's the thing. Yeah. Although it's not necessarily for, uh, I guess it's a family podcast, but. <laughs> we technically have a clean rating on iTunes. So. Oh, well, I, I didn't want to put that in jeopardy. That was a good game. I try to make a good game when I can. That was fun. <laughs> you got some tough ones, though. Because I didn't really have them in any, any kind of order, and I realized, like, man, Chase is getting all the hard ones. For whatever reason, they always, they oh, and the hard ones ended up on your. That's all right. All right, we ready? Yeah, well, what do we want to do? Just set them on the desk. See you later. How'd practice go? Good. All right, bye. Soccer practice. No, no, play practice. All right. So what are we doing? Are we going to do Tioli when we come back, or are we doing the serial review? Yeah, which one do y'all want to do? We probably should do something serious. We've we've done. Uh, Yeah. So let's let's do that. All right. All right, here we go. How much of the stuff we're going to try to put back tonight? I'm 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 just going to go home. How much of what now? <laughs> what did he? What did you say, dude? I have to be up by eleven. <laughs> Your friend will be in my driveway at five fifty-five. I don't want to talk to you about his wife. And I wouldn't worry about putting him back tonight unless you just need him tomorrow. It's his off. It's his off day. Yeah, I got to do it. I am going to put the mics up, but other All right, here we go. When did I talk about shooting up houses like a Chicago land gangster? Oh, yeah, I did that. I also <laughs> shot up my old high school with BB gun. Oops. It's an Islamic center now. <laughs> yeah. All right. We ready? Just call me drive-by. Bring us back, Nick. <laughs> Wait, what are we... Oh, we're going to do TLE. Hang on. Let me, let me get it ready. You have to realize, because I'm just that ruthless, this is all going to be elevator music. <laughs> and I'm going to chop... Segments out of it. We've been saying oh, no. Yeah. So we should just say stuff that can go in there. Worry. 
Oh, and then the cops were like, day down. And I was like... <laughs> hey, Chase, this is episode 100. Why don't you tell the dog story? I'm ready. Go for it. <laughs> and so my neighbor was screaming. And I just said, I don't... I don't understand why you thought it was appropriate to call the police for that. <laughs> like, what did you think they were going to do? That's something you should handle on your own. <laughs> okay, so my Uncle Jesse was, it was saying... It was a domestic dispute. This is what I should do, and I just kind of did it. So, how many of the did y'all give away? 17 of the first batch. <laughs> See, I can edit that perfectly. <laughs> how many of the did you give away? Lord, please save us. All right. <laughs> hey, you have any more of that candy? I literally have one more, so if y'all have like more jerky over here from the labels. That's what I need. Give me some jerky, too. <laughs> okay. Baby being needy again. Candy jerky. <laughs> Just need some protein and some sugar. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> All right, I'm ready. this table clean it's you bro not very oh, okay we in all right three two one all right gentlemen now it's time to take a slight shift towards the serious we are going to play that old classic gospel friends game that we probably stole from somebody somewhere take it or leave it in which i give you a couple of articles and a summation of each article, and you pick the one we're going to talk about. So here's the first couplet. I do have to request real quick before we get too far into that. Yes. There's there's a transition. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Dogma. Wait for it. That was awful. (laughs) Proceed, Chase. I'm going to miss that. I I mean, I'm going to... You mean like this week? Yeah, we yeah. missed that for the next few days because we're yeah. not recording this Saturday. We're recording early. So, all right, here's the first choice. Both of these articles are from internet Christian blogger extraordinaire and hero of Emmanuel Tim Challies. Pick <laughs> one. Is it going to be, I forbid you to say these things at my funeral, in which Mr. Challies talks about all of the stupid things we say when people die? Uh, which sounds a bit morbid, but it might be instructional. Or is it going to be the seven marks of a false teacher? Which one do you guys want to do? Although I love discussing uh, the funeral stuff, God needed another angel. That's one of them? That is on them. Yeah, I bet that is. But I, I think I want to do the seven marks, mostly because I think I'm going to disagree with him. I thought he was Raise your hero. Raise your hand if you're shocked. I'm kind of big challenge. I yeah. like challies, but cessationists irritate me. Oh. I'm not. I'm not big on funerals, so I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the false teachers there. Okay. Well, unfortunately, Nick, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Shocker. So maybe you should have stayed away from 
Well, <laughs> episode 100, Todd. We'll talk about that later. Here's, here's the seven marks of a false teacher. This is an article written June 20th of 2013, so it's three years and a day old. We could have combined these this. and been like, things false teachers say at a funeral. That would have been actually very clever. I'm afraid I did not do that. Okay. I'm not going to give you all of them. I'm going to give you a couple, a few of them, and you guys can react. Uh, number one, false teachers are man pleasers. What they teach is meant to please the ear more than profit the heart. They tickle the ears of their followers with flattery, and all the while they treat holy things with uh, wit and carelessness rather than reverence and awe. Hmm. What do you think about that as a, as a hallmark sign of a false teacher? They're people pleasers, which I, I like that phrase a lot better. Well, I will say that Paul told Timothy that people would collect for themselves teachers who would tell them what they want to hear and would not teach sound doctrine. So I feel like Paul used that as a descriptor of false teachers. Let me look that let me think real quick. I gotta let me I think that's gonna be first Timothy three No, it's second Timothy. It's second Timothy three. Look that up, Jason. Tell me if that's where you well, find that. Well, that's uh second Timothy three is talking about it, but I actually think oh. the one the the tickling ears verse is uh is actually um is actually first Timothy. You might your guess might have been right the first time. I was actually uh, no, just no, 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 it's not. It's second I was actually just looking on your four. Second Timothy 4. Look, look at us Bible scholars having to Google an important verse. For the time will come when they will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear something new. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to myths. But as for you, be serious about everything, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. All right, so you guys pretty much in agreement now, with now we'll sign say, number one? I will say there, though, that passage is almost going after the the listeners. They don't – people can't stand sound doctrine, so they find teachers who will teach the things that they want to hear. Hmm. Um, now, I, I guess – I just the, – the only I – mean, I, I, I feel like I agree with what he's saying. My only caveat to that is – I sometimes feel too like that may be young preachers, immature preachers who are concerned with upsetting people, and they may um, handle doctrine and and harder truths with what he said with more carelessness. So I, I just I don't know that everyone who does that is necessarily a false teacher, but I guess he's just saying that that's one sign of a false teacher so i probably wouldn't disagree with that too much i definitely think it's a, a sign of a immature pastor or leader at the best uh okay number three let's see if this reminds us of anybody false teachers teach their own wisdom and vision this was certainly true in the days of Jeremiah when God would say, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them or speak to them. They are prophesying to you a lying vision, worthless divination, and the deceit of their own minds. 
That's Jeremiah 14, 14. And today, too, false teachers teach the foolishness of mere men instead of teaching the deeper, richer wisdom of God. So react to that. False teachers teach their own wisdom and vision. Nick or Emmanuel, what do you have to say to that? I think I disagree with that. And the, and the reason is because all preachers preach their own wisdom. Like if you were just going to do a sermon and it was just going to be like, and you weren't going to have any of your wisdom in it, basically you just read the Bible. Um, it's a good point. You, you uh, There's always some of your wisdom in a sermon. Um and that's fine. Oh, so, and I'll give you an example. And this, I, I catch a lot of flack on this because. So there's a there's a clip going around of, of Matt Chandler, um, of oh, the fathers thing. Yeah, and he's just like ranting about men, fathers. You should go to bed tired, and all these guys just love this clip. And I'm like, it's fine, but it's not gospel. Like, there's nowhere in the Bible that tells me that as a dad. I have to go to bed tired, otherwise I, you know, I stink at my at being a dad. That's his wisdom. That's not in the Bible. I'm obeying that verse. Uh, if it was in there, you know. So that's his wisdom. That's not in the Bible. So is Chandler a false teacher? No. So so I disagree with that on on face value. Now he might have meant something different, but on face value, I disagree with that. What do you think, Nick? Hey. He took my phrase. I, we all take the word, and I, I've always struggled with this in opportunities I've had to to speak or, or teach or whatever. Is that where do you where do you not step across that verse of adding or removing to the word? And we are trying to teach people about the gospel. What we have this the the Bible that is this rich repository of experience, directive, encouragement, warning, anything we say is adding to that. And and so how do we not bring some of ourselves in it? And I think that's actually why you have different ministers at different times with different callings because there's there's a way we relate to the word and we try to teach people that, but that is part of that person's personality. I don't think that's necessarily has to be a false teacher. I, that's the thing. I think on any of these things, I'm going to be able to. I, I could I could play devil's advocate with any of them. I could I could explain to someone what he means, but then I could also kind of push back on him if he was sitting here. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm trying not to parse them too. Right, and and, and that's a good point. Uh, one of the most popular definitions of of, of preaching is. Uh, oh, you might know who this is, Chase. It's, I'm going blank on who said it, but uh, truth through personality. Mm. Um. But a lot of the things that Christians think are, you know, Christian think of as Christian worldview, they're not explicitly biblical. They're principles that are manly wisdom. I'll give you one that's gonna might offend people. Life begins at conception, and abortion is wrong. I don't know that the Bible tells us that life begins at conception. It, te- it tells us that God knows um, babies in the womb. Let's say when life begins. Doesn't even say that abortion is wrong. Uh, we we call it murder, but I don't know that the Bible does. Hmm. Um, now I I hold to that view, but that's wisdom of men. That is that is drawing principles from what we think the Bible is saying, but that's not in the Bible, in my opinion. Um, but I'd preach it. 
Yeah. I, think the, the, I think the difference for me is I feel like, um, you know, one of the one of the things that I've always admired about John Piper is that I feel like when he gives answers to questions, he gives you, you know, here's what the Bible says. But if he gives you something that the Bible doesn't specifically say, he will he will admit that, and then he will give the principles that he used to arrive at his conclusion. And he makes a distinction between what the Bible says and what he has pulled from the the principles of Scripture so that you can follow his logic and see if you agree with the way that he arrived at the answer. And and so I to me, what I would feel like would separate a false teacher from some of what we're discussing right now is do you teach your your wisdom as authoritative? And I, I think that's a false teacher would. I think a false teacher te- is everything they say, they treat it as authoritative. And I think a good preacher who is sharing wisdom and insight from the Bible will make a distinction between what is authoritative from Scripture and what is principles and conclusions they've arrived at that may very well be good for you to listen to, but doesn't carry the same weight as Scripture. I think a good preacher will make the distinction there. But see, I think, and it goes back to the, I could agree with him or I could disagree with him. I think you're making a very good and wise distinction, but I don't think that he makes that clarification in this particular article, if that makes sense. And that's, well, I think it, he's, he's describing, generally speaking, the the marks the characteristics of a false teacher, so some, somebody that might teaches on opinion once, or might interject it into a sermon, might might not be essentially a false teacher, but someone who majors on that might be. For instance, I'll give a couple of conservative examples, or what might be considered conservative. If there was a preacher out there who said. Uh, the King James Version of the Bible is the only version of the Bible that's God's Word. I think that's that's number one. It's not a, a biblical. It's not a biblical thing because you're not going to find King James in the Bible. Um, it, it, it's not a good argument. It's 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 man's opinion. That, that I'm not opposed to the King James Bible. I'm opposed to saying it's all, it's the only one that's God's mm-hmm. Word. I'll give you a more contemporary example. What if there's a preacher that says the only way Christians should educate their kids is homeschool? Well. I think we could, at this table, find a lot to, uh, despite the fact that my family is a homeschool family, I cannot stand in front of the people of God and say, this is the only way you should do it. You should do it like me. And if I did things like that, repetitively, habitually, I think that would put me in danger of being a false Mm -hmm. teacher. And I think that's the warning that Charlie's just sent me here. uh... I think that's his intention, yes, but... Yeah. yeah, Bible thumping weekend just had an episode a couple of episodes ago about where he went off on a tangent about that. If you don't homeschool your kids, it's sinful. Who did that? Bible thumping wingnut. Have you oh, ever listened to that podcast? I have not. I'm familiar with the guy. He, he really said that. Yeah. Or was he kidding? No, he was. He really said that. Okay. Because he said you're letting other people indoctrinate your kids with a with a uh, secular worldview. <laughs> um, I, I don't listen to podcasts all the time, but when I it just depends on what topic they're having, but I generally I generally do like it. So, but yeah, he he did say that, and it ruffled some feathers, and 
I think they, they, he he mentioned it on two different podcasts because people had issue with it. But he made a good case for it, though. It, it really made me think about it because um, that's what you are doing. You are turning responsibilities to your, um, teaching your children uh, secular worldviews uh, to, you know. T- Why is it so hard for people just to, though, be able to share something or teach something and be able to say, look, this is – this is my view. I firmly believe in it. Here's how I arrived at my view. And this that's is why he, we do what and, we do. And that's what he. And that's yeah. what he. I mean, that's what he was saying on that on that thing. He wasn't like you know. Oh, I thought you were saying that he made like. I, I thought you were saying I he, mean, was he, being he was much very more, emphatic. He was very emphatic about you know that he thought sending your kid to public school was sinful. Um, but he wasn't like. We should talk and about that on episode 101. He wasn't angry about it, though. Please, let's do it. You know, Public I, school versus homeschool. If you listen to him, you'd, 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 you'd feel what he was saying. I am know. a strong proponent proponent of homeschool. Um, I, I sit on the board of, of our homeschool. We've homeschooled our, our kids the whole time. But I will say that sending – but my wife used to be a public school teacher. I went to public school. And, and it, I think it is spurious to say – that if you send your kids to public school, you are letting you are you are shirking your responsibility of teaching them to the government. Now, send if if you believe God's calling you to do that, send your kids to public school and you teach them. You that just because a teacher is teaching them or a school is teaching them does not remove that responsibility for you, from you, the parent. Mm-hmm. I, I do think if you do send your kids to school and you rely on the school to educate them, just like if you send your kids to church and you rely the church on the church to educate them, then you're shirking your duties. All right, one more. Let's do this one fast. False teachers exploit their followers. Peter warned of this danger. He said, false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who brought them. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Chalice is saying here that the false teachers exploit those who follow them because they are greedy and desire the riches of this world. What do you think, guys? Is that a hallmark of a false teacher? That one's that, that one one's seems for me. fairly cut and gr- yeah. cut and dry. Uh, although when you use the word greedy, I mean that could be taken a bunch of different ways. Yeah, I, I almost wish there was a. Uh, this goes back to where I feel like, you know. We we brand people so quickly as heretics and false teachers, and I, I'm not, you know, the the biblical definition of false teacher, at least in some parts, it appears to just really relate to someone's teaching about Christ mm-hmm. and um, the 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 way to salvation, and um, you know, it, it's we today brand people false teachers pretty quickly based on. Um, criteria that I, I don't necessarily always agree with. I almost just wish there was a different. Uh, I almost wish there was a different um, word, a different category, like false teachers and something else to describe misguided pastors. But because uh, that's what I was thinking of is again, I think you sometimes have pastors who I don't know if they belong in that false teacher category or not, but. Um. I mean, what I would call king pastors, those who kind of set themselves up in a church as to be served, which I, I think the Bible speaks against. 
but I, I don't know that I would label those men who many of them may preach Jesus and, and preach the gospel really well. They're just the way they approach their congregation is yeah. is off. And I go, I, I don't know. If, and they know, probably do that because that's how they were taught. That's how they were taught. Whatever tradition yeah. they're in, that's yeah. how the pastors are. So are they false teachers? I, yeah. I mean, I certainly think if someone was – if that was – purpose yeah. like i am here for people to serve me and for me to make something off of this then then yes yeah, but I, I think there's there's yeah. misguidedness that could happen and that's just your word purpose there i think purpose is a lot of these things so if if you're giving folks things to look out for in their pastor or hey if you see these things in your pastor you may be sitting under a false teacher or, or is this hey pastors consider these things or is this how you're approaching your congregation even maybe inadvertently but purpose is the question and and i think most all of these it's a good point, good point. I, I will say this scripture scripture does command us to uh romans sixteen seventeen. talk talk tells us to either mark or watch out for teachers who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you've learned and, and paul says avoid those kind of people so but, but I, I think discernment bloggers go too far, but uh, I do think there is a place for marking and avoiding. What were you saying, Nick? I was going to make a sarcastic comment about, but then we wouldn't be able to use Facebook. So, <laughs> <laughs> point well taken. I, mean, I think it's. I, I think that's just that's probably a larger discussion. But I think that's the balance. If if it seems like I'm, I, you know, I'm at times quote unquote soft on. Um, you know, not wanting to call someone out. I've, I've had people say things to me. Joel Osteen. Yeah, I, 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 look, I get a lot of comments about Joel Osteen. I get As a lot of comments should. because I don't blast him like everyone else does. And, you know, I don't, um, and, 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 you know, that I don't run him in the ground. Let, let me give you, let me give you why I, part of my hesitation. First Corinthians four. This is, this was Paul. This is Paul writing. He said, um, uh, let's see. Um, but with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I don't even judge myself, for I'm not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart." Uh, there, there's another passage that talks about don't judge another servant. There's ju- there's some there's some instruction where where Paul even said himself like I think I'm fine, but that doesn't mean that I am, and we don't need to make a lot of determinations before Jesus gets here. Jesus will sort it all out, and so you have that versus I admit the very clear passages to watch out for false teachers and 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 to protect the the flock from them. And so I think there's a, uh, you know, to me, like, I sometimes look at people and just say, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, are they a false teacher that needs to be called out? Are they a servant of Jesus that I need to just let them do their thing and let Jesus be the final judge of that? I think you – l- let me challenge you a little bit. I think you might be – you're absolutely right about judging. <laughs> I, you're the one being liberal, I think. Um, I, I think wow. you I might be – Slightly misapplying that scripture in the context of teaching, okay. because as as 
our brother James tells us, not many of us should presume to be teachers because those of us who are will be judged more strictly. And you find in the in Paul's letter to uh, his second letter to Timothy, he calls out by name something like eight different false teachers: uh, Phygelus and Hermogenes, Philetus and Hamenaeus, Janus and Jambres, Demas and Alexander the metalworker, who may not have been a false teacher, may have just been a jerk. But essentially, he calls out those people and war- and warns against them. And he does that in other places. And even in Galatians, he says, "I wish." These false teachers who are who are teaching salvation by circumcision would castrate themselves. So I, I think yes, we are not supposed to judge each other, but I think there is evidence in Scripture by name and by teaching where we are supposed to, for instance, warn people that maybe the doctrine and the things that Joel Osteen or whoever is teaching is does not line up with the word. Uh, but he's not – here's the thing. People get on Joel Osteen because he doesn't mention sin enough. That's not necessarily false teaching. False For me, false teaching is Jesus. you have Jesus wrong. Um, now is he like you know life coach, positive thinking guy, and uh, you know yeah are his sermons not really sermons yeah, but I don't go to his church I don't know what he talks about and, and to be frankly that's a lot of you know that's a lot of churches these days the Sunday morning is fluffy and then real teaching happens elsewhere I, that's just the way people do it um, so. I don't think Paul was calling everybody that he disagreed with false teachers. He, he I, was I very specific. Like these people are saying you can be saved by circumcision. Yeah, if, look, if somebody's going to circumcise themselves, I think I should warn them that that is not the way. Um, if somebody is just not reformed enough for me, I could probably save that blog post for another day. <laughs> and I think that everybody gets put into, into the false teacher bag. Um, you know, and that, I, I and think that, you have that, to be real careful with the label that, of false teaching. That's my point. It, it's again, I'll in in somewhat defense of myself. I'm saying I'm hesitant to that, and I think there are people who are way too quick. Yeah. I think there are people who pull the trigger on pointing at anyone who doesn't preach exactly the way they think it should be preached or the way they think it should be done, and they have some type of mindset of it needs to to look exactly like this. You know, every sermon needs to have this in it, and uh, I, you know, they they said it, they said this word, or they said this this way, and and uh, you know, and they're a false teacher. They're a false teacher, and that person doesn't have any business preaching. And I, I'm just, you know, I get your point that although I mean, Paul is talking here about ministry of the apostles who also teach, and and so. I mean, I, I definitely agree with those passages uh, that teachers are going to be judged differently, and I agree there are there are harsh words in scriptures for false teachers. What I am saying is that I think we have broadened the definition of false teachers. Yeah, and we've broadened it, and and we are kind of setting ourselves up as the judge of that. And and regardless, there is there are passages that tell us be careful about that. There, there are passages that, that warn us about 
not bringing judgment before the time, and I think those mean something too. I don't think God is being ambiguous. I just am saying I don't think we have a great grasp of what that exactly looks like. Um, well, I yeah. think as pastors, we need to get a great grasp because I think that is one of the roles of a shepherd is to – And I might argue that this is not a role for everybody in the church, but I think as pastors, one of the roles of shepherd is to warn people away from things that are not profitable to them. I think that's what Paul did, and I – you can certainly do it as a jerk. You can do it as a self-righteous, prideful person. But uh, I'm quite frankly, I mean, I, we're picking on Joel Osteen here. I could pick on others. I don't think it's profitable for people to listen to him and to send in money to him and to buy his books and things like that. And uh, given the opportunity, it's not anything I would ever say from the pulpit, but given the opportunity, I would steer people away from that. Yeah, but it's do not you profitable steer your, to do a lot of things. Do you steer your family members away from people they listen to you don't think they should listen to? Yes. Be careful. <laughs> I do. Are you steering people? Trolling alert! Trolling alert! <laughs> uh, I, well, I wasn't. I'm being, not always successful. I, 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 you and I both have moms that watch TV preachers. Oh yes, and I believe that your mom watched some people that you probably wouldn't agree with. And I beyond didn't a shadow know you had ever challenged her on. This. Are you? I have challenged her multiple okay. times. This, I, I'll be honest. My mom watches Joel Osteen. My mom is a solid. I believe a solid Christian who who is disabled and really cannot leave her house, and she spends most of her waking hours praying for people. My mom is the reason that I know Jesus, and she has pointed me to God my whole life. She listens to a variety of people, and she enjoys Joel Osteen. And you know what? Here's the thing. My mom lives alone, and she struggles with depression, and she enjoys listening to him, and he gives her – um. She seems to kind of just have a better outlook and disposition hearing some of what he says. Now, Shame on him. Now for giving that woman some I, hope and and vitality. And and I that's just that's a very emotional argument, but I'm not persuaded by it. <laughs> I see what you say. But here's emotional. the but you know I I just you tell me what you don't like about him. Lay it out. Well, I mean honestly, I, I did not. <laughs> undertake this one as a, a critique of, and that's the problem. So what, Most what people don't know what they they the don't weekend. know. They can't say. <laughs> they don't listen to them enough to know what they have said that they don't like. They just know I don't think I don't like them. I don't think they teach the way they should. But they can't say what it is that they have taught specifically that makes well, I mean, them false I don't, teachers. I don't have it. I, I don't have – I mean, I, what if I were to give you seven quotes by Joel Osteen that don't comport with Scripture? Would that be enough or – I don't know. You could give seven quotes that I've said in my preaching career you that does not comport with Scripture. I think the general I've got thrust a of doc his, ready his, anytime you want me to go over with you. has <laughs> <laughs> been taking notes in the service. Like, How did this become about Joel Osteen? Like I think I started, you started I talking. Yeah, let's talk about something like <laughs> – let's, let's talk about something else like community Bible study. It's, it's less uh, – <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's less uh, controversial, right? Here's here's the contrary to that, David. Is what do you do? Chase is googling Joel Osteen right now. When you well, have I mean, a, you asked, I don't he, he just googled Joel Osteen heretic. He's, I did not. I <laughs> first googled Joel Osteen. What's the quotes? first return result? Warren Throckmorton's blog, or I googled no. quotes. I didn't. I'm not usually just well. goes after Driscoll. Yeah. I don't know that he. The funny thing is, Driscoll used to go after o, o, uh, Joel Osteen really, really, really hard. 
And um, hey, look up what Piper says about him. That'll convince me. <laughs> so here, here's find the, me a find me a Piper. What about John MacArthur? May I have I a serious no, MacArthur question? Hates everybody. No, yeah, yeah, MacArthur. That's actually MacArthur may hate himself. Yeah. <laughs> he looks himself in the mirror and says, "Hurt, hurt people, hurt people." Um, so, what do you do when the family member, the friend, is not that stable believer, but they continue to go to community Bible study? What do you do? <laughs> Hey, but, I'm not Chase? opposed to community Bible but their study. source, but their source of, I mean, teaching is one of these light and fluffy without the true gospel, and so they can walk away from the sermon going, "Well, you know, God's a God of love, and we want to love everyone, and, and I'm not to judge." When even that pastor may not say that if you read it all. 10 chapters of his book or, or read his small group study, but he doesn't say it from the pulpit. That's concerning to me as well, though. Yeah, look, I don't know. I had I, I had somebody tell me one time that they uh, they understood God a whole lot better having read The Shack. So I, I honestly didn't say anything in that situation because I don't know what to say because I hadn't read it for one. That's fair. Shalice has a good uh, review of it. But anyway... <laughs> You have to be careful with situations like that. Yeah. So I've got a friend who's in some, he's in a weird church, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and I remember I was going to correct him about some of their theology, and the Holy Spirit kind of stopped me and was like, you're going to do more harm than good. Like, for the first time in his life, he's excited about Scripture. He's excited about the Bible. He's go, He's excited about going to church. And you're going to start picking away at his Thing. Now they're they got wrong stuff. They're really yeah. wrong. They're they're on the verge of cult like, if not cult like. But I could have done more harm than good by just yeah, you know, being the theology police. So I I, I think there's times to do that, and there's times not to do that. Um, yeah. By the way, I don't have anything against community Bible study. I just like saying it because it makes Chase looks <laughs> makes Chase squirm. He goes into awkward man. By the yeah. way, Matt Walsh, I believe, says Joel Osteen's a, a heretic. So maybe I think Matt is Matt a Catholic. I'm not sure didn't what Matt, Matt Walsh is now. worked for. Didn't he work for uh, Glenn <laughs> for Beck? Glenn Beck? Yeah. Did, did he lose all credibility? Does he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He he writes yeah. for the Blaze now. And oh, he, he is the Blaze owned by Glenn Beck? Well, they, you taught me two things. Yeah. I actually like a lot of Matt Walsh's stuff. I don't dislike Matt Walsh. By the way, we need to listen to this. Why I abominate the, the prosperity. I actually have listened to that. It's, it's 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 tight. I mean, do you that that's a that's a question. Did David just say something was tight. <laughs> Can I not say that? That's sick. Oh, how oh. did that? You are definitely thirty-eight. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do we know that? Do we know that? that do, do you believe the, the prosperity? Gospel? Do you believe the prosperity gospel? Uh, I, I, do you believe the prosperity gospel is a false gospel? Yes. Okay, yes. I do too. Do you believe that? You know who didn't believe that? Abraham. He mm. got he got a lot of prosperity from following God. I'm just saying. Leads to my second question. Continue. You have to have to realize they're Calvinists. So that you and I. I forgot too much Bible. Do, We've come across teachers, perhaps, who kind of walk that line. Correct. Light prosperity, maybe. <laughs> prosperity light. Prosperity light. 
Okay. But then they have like some works? solid teaching in some other areas. You know, you uh, and we're, I'm using prosperity there, but you and I have talked about people before who, uh, you know, they got some quirky thoughts about this area of doctrine, but pretty solid over here. That, that's kind of where I'm at on where, like you said, where do you call someone a false teacher? I, I, I agree the prosperity gospel is a false teaching. I honestly, like, I honestly have no idea. The number of Joel Osteen sermons that I've listened to in my life is like zero. I have watched clips of him. I honestly have no idea what he teaches, which is one reason that I don't say anything to my mom about it, because I don't know what to say to her about it, because I've never listened to the guy. And the other people don't either. And that's my that's my difficulty, is is I I do believe the prosperity gospel is a false gospel, but there 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 is a there are people who I think dabble in that a little bit, but they are fairly solid in other areas of doctrine and I don't really know what you call those people. And I, I, I don't you know, I don't know that Joel Osteen is that. He may be full out prosperity gospel and he needs to be labeled a false teacher, but I don't know because I've not listened to it. I remember when uh, Creflo wanted his plane, and everybody was, you know, oh, that could be your favorite gospel friend moment. Decrying, <laughs> decrying Creflo wanting this plane, and how he was a false teacher in this. And so I just asked, well, how many sermons have you? Well, I don't listen to any sermons. Well, how do you know that he's this? Well. I mean, I've some, read plenty, some blogger. I, I've read plenty of things that somebody Creflo with has a WordPress written. account said he was. It's like you know. All right, let, let me give you a Piper quote. If you entice people with wealth, health, ease, health, chipper, bouncy, lighthearted, playful, superficial banter in your worship service, posing as joy in Christ, you will attract people. Oh, yeah, you can grow a huge church that way, but Christ will not be seen in his glory, and the Christian life will not be seen as the Calvary road that it is. And I, I think if if Osteen... And if Creflo Dollar and whoever else do that, then they are diminishing the gospel in a dangerous way. And I am not an expert on either person and and don't have quotes in front of me that I could point to and say, this is wrong what they said. And therefore, maybe I should just talk in generalities. But I think the prosperity gospel is dangerous. And I think... If our moms are feasting on a steady diet of it, you and I probably should know a little bit more about it than we do, uh, because if they're feasting on a steady diet of un-Jesus, it's not helping them. And maybe we should do our due diligence to help them feast on something better. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we, I take her sermons that I do, so that should. I don't. I don't kind of even that'll help a lot. I don't know that we disagree that the that the prosperity gospel is dangerous, but we what we don't agree on is who teaches it. That's the thing. It's like people just there's a whole bunch of people who are lumped into a category, and we don't listen to them, so we don't know. You know, I've listened to a good bit of Joe Osteen. It's it's soft, um, <laughs> but. Uh, Hey, I have a question. <laughs> we had to this do, a, this is a lot more important than this discussion of I, false I wasn't, teachers. I wasn't, I wasn't laughing at you, Emmanuel. <laughs> did did one of you hijack my computer and email my friend Bradford? 
what would we have said to him? I don't know. Can we can we put a pause on this and, and are we done with the false teacher discussion? I think we are this, now. I'm this very descends concerned. into lunacy. <laughs> Is this some kind of trick, or did you email the wrong person? I don't what, think what we were coming off over. This is all very confusing, and you are a strange fellow. What did you say to him? I said, are you guys still coming over Friday night? Just wanted to check. Hope you can make it. You know, it took me a few minutes to think. I don't remember seeing that, sending that email. I, I don't remember them coming over. He said you're a strange person. <laughs> he said you're a strange fellow. Now I don't know how I'm going to explain I'm it either. Well, here's the thing. The, you know, the pastor I work with, David, well, he emailed you from my account. Why did he do that? I'm not sure I can explain that, Bradford. So this oh, you, you can't explain it. You just don't so want to come face to face with the answer. For episode right. 100... That's a good celebration. I thought it'd be a good celebration since we have mocked Chase's best friendum with this mystery guy Bradford, who Chase does all of his his stuff with while ignoring the rest of us. Um, not true. <laughs> it, it's possible earlier when you you went to the little men's room, you Boy, may have left you may have left your PC wide open, and it's possible that did he send somebody email from my computer? I don't think it's possible someone may have emailed Brad (laughs) to see if he was still coming over Friday night. That's just lovely. All right. Well played. How are you going to get out of that? You win. Joel Osteen is the best preacher I've ever heard. (laughs) It's two points to you. Two points to Slytherin. I agree with your... Which is your I agree with your statement that uh, we probably should know more. I I was going to say that earlier. I think our responsibility is to the people who are under our care. Yeah. And that I think that's our job as pastors. And so, uh, you know, I guess if we have somebody in the congregation that's on a steady diet of somebody, we probably should check into them. I will say there are people who say John Piper's a heretic for teaching uh, Christian hedonism. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's yep. a heretic. Everybody's a false teacher, depending on who you're listening to. It's for like There are know. definitely <sighs> some people with longer lists than others. That was fun. How many articles did we do in, on TOE tonight? 17, I think. Okay. We didn't even get to the good stuff. By the way, this is how I – see, here's the problem. I did this on our last podcast. I've done it on this podcast. And for the people who listened to episode 100, this is why I go down as a Joel Osteen fanboy. <laughs> yes, I'm really you, not. Because you take up his banner, no, wave it as high, and here, yell no, as here's as every time, as well. Every time this has happened, it, it's happened in this way. I am defending something. I'm defending the something on principle, yeah. and he is the flashpoint for the discussion. And so I come off as a Joel Osteen fanboy, which I'm I'm not. I don't even listen to the guy, and I've never read any of his stuff. This was funny because you do you Chase goes you know anti Osteen mode. And then your your devil's advocate kicks in. And, I did, and, and I'm defending something since somebody yes. I don't even know, yes, or even even have ever listened to. But I'm doing it uh, because I'm I'm arguing the principle. Anyway, I'm just, that's fine. I, I just everybody who listens, it'll it'll be back to David loves Joel Osteen. I'll just get my shirt out with my big Joel Osteen face on. That'll it. pop up as a game game question sooner or later. Are we doing any more? I kind of wanted to see what the Jen Hatmaker thing was about. He was mentioning. Let's do that. Oh man, I just found a great Joel Osteen article on his <laughs> website. 
about how we'll have the blessing of Abraham. And this is this is how it closes. If you give to this ministry, you are literally touching millions by being a part of bringing our television program to people who have never heard the gospel. That is true. You might be thinking, how can I bless people all over the world? I'll tell you how in a major way. When you... Oh, actually, this is actually not a bad sentence here. When you tithe your income to your local church, he you loves Joel Osteen. Mark it down. The gospel all over the world. But then he says, if you give to this ministry, you are literally touching millions all over the world. Every That's ministry, true. every ministry that fundraises, He's huge. says that He's same thing. Ministry, you are. Just, I was about to say, I, I can imagine, I can see us using language similar to that in. Oh, oh no, James, James McDonald, James McDonald, if you've ever repented. I mean, James McDonald, all of those people ask for money to support their ministries. They they don't, they may not, John Piper's Ask the Pastor podcast, radical, radical David Platt's ministry. I am not on the surface opposed to asking for money. I, I think you've got to be careful about it. I agree you could be manipulative and saying, you know. But that, would have, none that of the, none wasn't of, manipulative, though. I've, well, Is it? He's telling the truth. You, you want to talk minutes? about the gin hat maker? Boys, article? let's just let's yeah. be friends again. I do. I think we should be friends. We should eat some choco zucaritas and be we should friends. do that. But don't do we want to do, do we want to talk about the gin hat maker article? Or we want to eat some cereal. That's a that's a I, tough. Why don't for we me. eat do cereal and then gin hat maker? Why don't we eat some cereal while we talk about gin hat maker? <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. All right. I'll I'll read this to you guys and we'll react while you. How about you get the cereal ready? I am. Can, let, let me say with the cereal is uh, Kellogg's Choco Zucaritas. With this is a Mexican cereal. That's not only the Zucaritas. It's it's Choco Zucaritas con Malvaviscos. Malvaviscos. Yeah, I think I said that right. That is apparently the Spanish word for marshmallows. Oh, it is Malvaviscos. Now it has a it has Tony the Tiger. How do you say Tony in Spanish? Antonio. It has Antonio, Antonio. the Tigero. <laughs> El, El Tigre. Uh, Maybe right. So who, who sent us this? Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson. A missionary <laughs> to Mexico. Uh, who's a faithful Gospel Friends listener. Well, he was until, you, until Chase took up for Joe Osteen. Now he's not listening anymore. Yeah. Bye, Nick. So, uh, and Nick, you, if, if you just wait till episode 101, you might not have to leave. Hey, we hand me some... Uh, I wish Nick had called in. We don't hear from Nick's enough on this show. Where's our milk? Oh. All right, so we're going to... Wh- this is what we do. If you've uh, never listened to the show... Um, you picked a good time to start. Yes, you picked a good time to start. I really don't love Joel Osteen the way it just came off that I do. Uh, we, uh, we love cereal on the show. <laughs> I love. Couldn't have planned that. Couldn't plan that better. Uh, we love cereal on the show, so we do cereal reviews. So we're going to eat this cereal while we talk about Jen Hatmaker, which you can't get on just any podcast. I don't think you can get that on literally any, any other podcast, podcast this in is, the entire this world. Is none. And then we're and then then we're all going to rate the cereal based on um, spoonage, which uh, five five spoons is. I'm not the the best the best. That Passing we can the give spoons. the best we can give a cereal is five spoons. So it'd be yep. a it'd be a rating out of five. Yep. And uh, we're very grateful to Nick for sending uh, three boxes uh, of this cereal to for us. Four hosts. Yep. It's uh, it, it's most assuredly that he did not send four boxes and one of them got accidentally <laughs> eaten earlier at somebody's house. Nice. I'm That's pretty sure happened. he sent three boxes. Wow. Where did these spoons come from? 
They came from the kitchen. We're out of plastic spoons. By the way, Anne, can you order some plastic spoons for us if you're listening she to She stopped show? listening when you took up for Joe Osteen. Well, I, I can't say that I blame her. All right, go ahead. Tell us about Jen Hatmaker while we eat this cereal. Okay. Um, she starts her article out. Can we have an important discussion together? This is, of course, a few days after the Orlando shooting. Um, she this says, is going to make you sick, I, isn't it? I, I don't know. I, 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 my reaction to it was fairly strong. But uh, anyway, she says... That's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to my gay friends and leaders the last two days. And this is what I'm hearing. She says, it's very difficult to accept the Christian lament for LGBTQ folks and their deaths when we've done such a brutal job of honoring them in their lives. It kind of feels like we're saying, we don't like you, we don't support you, we think you're a mess, we don't agree with you, we don't welcome you, we don't approve of you, we don't listen to you, we don't affirm you, but please accept our comfort and kind words this week. Anti-LGBTQ. BTQ sentiment has paved a long runway to hate crimes. When the gay community is denied civil liberties and respect and dignity, when we make gay jokes, when we say that's so gay, when we turn our noses up or down, when we qualify every solitary statement of love with a caveat of disapproval, when we consistently disavow everything about the LGBTQ community, we create a culture ripe for hate. We are complicit, says Jen Hatmaker. We cannot with any integrity honor those we fail to honor in life. Can you see why the Christian outpouring of compassion towards Orlando feels so disingenuous? It seems the only harm towards the LGBTQ community that will overcome Christian disapproval is a mass murder. We grieve not publicly for your dehumanization, suicide rates, excommunications, denial of liberties, hate crimes against you, religious exclusion, constant shame beat down. Christian love has yet to outpace Christian disdain. Uh, I've seen Christians everywhere promising to pray for the victims and their families and their communities. I wonder what might happen if everyone actually does pray. What might God do if millions of Christians begin praying for comfort and love towards the LGBTQ community? Relational healing? Crazier things have happened. Perhaps instead of saying we're sad this week, we should begin with we're sorry. Not we're sorry but, not we're sorry if, not we're sorry as long as, just we're sorry. What do you think, guys? Ooh, that's a mixed bag. I more wish this was a big deal, little deal, or no deal, or something like that. Because I heard some things I agree with. I, I also yeah. did. I'll, I'll I say heard some things is, I disagree with. This is the part I struggle with. By the way, I, the part I really agree with is the call to prayer. Um, I, I think that's also agree with the. I remember you and I when we pre- preached the first sermon on the gospel and homosexuality back in. 2013. Uh, we did a two-part series on that. And one of the things that you and I talked about in that sermon was that the uh, gay jokes. And gay jokes have no place in Christianity. And have no, no, no place. Even and, though I've been guilty. And I've been guilty of that, and I think I've been guilty of that since we talked about it uh, in full integrity. But she mentioned that. I agree with that. I think that's a... I think that's a valid. Do Christians statement. tell a lot of gay jokes? Hey, you know, just overall, guys just the guys in particular. Guys I think, will say, "Oh, that's so Christians." Gay. Just you know. a gay joke. Well, I mean, well, it's a gay, a gay slightly slander. You, 
any anything anything that approaches some type of feminine characteristic, people break out a gay joke a lot a lot of times. Certain show you watch, oh man, you gay? Well, yeah, gay men are feminine. I don't really see what the issue is. You just need to go listen to that sermon Chase and I preach. I'm sure your mind will be changed. You'll be converted. I don't do, I don't do gay jokes, but I but I do like irreverent humor. Here's 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 what I disagree with. As with most things that people blog, I reject the premise because I don't know. I've been a Christian most of my life, uh, lived like it half of my life. <laughs> I, I just, I've just never been around Christians who just sit around making gay jokes. Um, I just, I just haven't experienced that. So, so I, I reject the premise that these things are happening. Now, here's the thing. I think what a lot of people react to is Christians. I don't think Christians have ever had a problem with gay people. I think Christians have a problem with the gay agenda. And there is an agenda. So do I like I don't care if people are gay. Like if if you want to do that, that is your business. If I have the chance to talk to you about the gospel, I'll do that. But it's fine. I don't care who you sleep with. Um God does though. But when you try to when you try to change the definition of a marriage, I got a problem with that. And so I, you see what I'm saying? I think there's a, there's a difference. So I think most of the stuff that I see coming from Christians has to do more with the agenda than there is actual gay individuals, if that makes sense. And I think she's confusing those two. So I don't know if I agree with anything that she said in that. I I, I think you're right. And I'm not trying to nuance it to death. I really just don't experience it. You know, I, that's the thing. Everybody confuses that with the agenda. That's and that's the issue. Is we we've we've lived in the world we live in has become sensationalized, and it is one or the other. There is no middle ground. There is no compromise. There is no place where we can meet and say we don't dis, we don't agree. Let's have a rational We're conversation. Doing that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, you've already done a box. And so you know, she's picked her side of this debate, which is Christians are bad. Yeah, you guys should change. And, and I just yeah, and I don't th- and I don't think that I hate I'm that really. Conversation. I don't think that I'm. So here's the thing, I I don't think that gay people should change the definition of marriage, and I don't want gay people to get shot up in nightclubs. I I don't see why that's contradictory. You know what I'm saying? I think both of those are gospel. Yeah, I think both of those are biblical centered. Like I like I care about the culture, and I think that it's bad. To change the definition of marriage, I, I'll um, give I'll give the op, I'll give a view on the other side just for a second, just just because of a conversation that I had with someone after the shooting who is a Christian, but uh, just seemed to be kind of they they were appalled at the president going to Orlando to lay a wreath down for the victims, and their whole statement was I mean like this was an older person okay this was an older christian but their whole thing was was a gay nightclub like why would the president go and lay a wreath down for people because the, president, because the president is a godless liberal that's why <laughs> well, it, and it he, seemed he, he has be, an agenda but it seemed to be a treatment that i mean look if if if, if it was a heterosexual nightclub filled with men and women who none of them were married and they had all been 
fornicating in the bathroom together. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't have went and laid a wreath. Well, I'll say this: well, no, I would have gone if I was president. <clears throat> Either way, gay nightclub, straight nightclub. Yeah. Well, he I would, I would go. This is this is a tremendous One, disaster. Yeah, it it just seemed like it was. Ah, well, why would you do that? Because it was a gay nightclub, and and I think there, I, just, I, I do think that see, prejudice think, versus that's. I think that prejudice against that particular sin is present but, in the but church. I see, but see, you say that, and I and I hear it as again, I hear that as agenda issues because I had I know people who. Didn't get the like, I and I didn't get this. Like, why are we lowering flags at half staff? Like, is that some like I don't know if we do that every time somebody gets shot? Is that something we do, or is that agenda driven? Now, if we do that anytime somebody gets shot, then I'm okay with it. But if if we're doing it because gay people got shot, then I'm not okay with it because it's it's agenda driven. But what if it's the middle ground of there are single shootings every day, but this was mass shootings. Like, do we do that when when people when they're in mass shootings? I I don't know that we if we do that or not. I don't know. I'm. I'm, I can't I'm remember on, the I'm last on flag watch. Like in the big scheme of thing, I don't really care if you lower the flag or whatever. But I don't. I don't like the agenda. Is what I, I guess is my point. I I, I am not like arguing. I, said, I don't with have that, a problem with gay not people. arguing with that point. I, I, have, I, I have there is an agenda. Friends and family who are gay. Some of them are in this room, and I just <laughs> that's a gay joke. I think he just made a gay I joke. He did. He just, he made, I, I I agree with that. There like is the an agenda. agenda. I note no question about that. I also think there is a prejudice prejudice in yeah. the church toward that. What were you going to say, Nick? There may be. I just don't know if it's pronounced. If she makes it, that's all I'm saying. Huh? And I hadn't experienced it. Maybe I've been around real Christians. Was, the thing I was I was jumping in to say is is what happened is a is a national tragedy. 50, Agreed. 60 Americans getting shot up for any reason is a tragedy. And so I, I have no problem with the flags of half-masting. The thing that churns my stomach is the fact that I, I do think that is was more because of an agenda. The thing, here, here's what I will say. I was I was ultimately offended this weekend um, that I took my family to see Finding Dory, and there was nothing for me to be offended about in that movie. When it, when there it were no gay fish? When it obviously stars a, a lesbian, and there was nothing for me to be offended by in the actual plot and content of the movie, I, I just think that is Ella abs- DeGeneres is the door. Well, I, well, I think know that. Watch it again. You didn't know that. I think from it's absurd. Bit, I mean, from it, Finding Nemo. You know, Mr. Ray know was was not a transgender. Um, Dory was not going to look for her her wife. Um, Ellen DeGeneres. It was a funny just. Lady. It was appalling. It's Disney. There's something in there. You just hadn't found it yet. Hey, can I, can I say can I? I want to introduce the elephant in the room. I was about to. Oh, I was about to turn back to serious. I know. I, well, I want. Oh, did you have a serious go comment? Ahead. Go ahead. I'm oh. used to it. Go ahead. No, if you have a serious comment, go ahead. Hey, but that's the point. Like I have seen so much stuff about that movie that people were assuming was going to happen because Hollywood has this, and, and people aren't even taking the time to listen to people anymore. They're not. It's what we talked about with the false teachers. You're not taking time to 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 find the person you, you put them in a category you label them with their sin and then you say we can't associate with them because of that and i think her point to that holds but i think all of this other rhetoric undermines the good of what i think why are y'all playing handy <laughs> We're not sorry. We're just not okay. But there are people. Yeah, the, the, the rumor was two it, different people. There was a I heard rumor two different that. things. She actually asked Ellen DeGeneres got interviewed about it. She got asked about it. Was was are there lesbians in the movie? Because the rumor was out there. Hmm. But then you do have groups that are petitioning Disney to make 
Elsa I understand gay that. in yes. the next Frozen movie. Yes. So, I mean, the agenda is out there pushing that. Um, it, here's the question that I have. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but it's okay because I'm in all kind of trouble tonight. And it's going to be a while. Maybe, well. Why? We, we got a guy who called from don't do, don't do this he called oh, from he called from bad. the pulse he called from the nightclub and pledged allegiance to isis and uh, al baghdadi the leader and he's a muslim and and again i am speaking from we don't know the whole story yet okay but they are at least investigating the possibility that he himself was gay and he killed 49 people. And a Muslim pledged to ISIS who himself may have struggled with homosexuality. And we're blaming the Christians. Yep. You know why? I That's the question. The I agenda. Have. Well, my question <laughs> is why and I'm not is Jen ta- Hatmaker doing it? I'm not because taking that away. That yeah, why is she saying that we've paved no, the way for that? Because. For that thing to happen. Because Christians are going so out of their way to not be like those Christians that they're going the other route. I, I think that's what's because there's been a few of these kind of articles lately, and it's like I think they're trying to seem like I'm not one of those Christians. Um, I, I don't want to get tied up in those were 49 individuals, if if that was the final number, who were made in the image of God, who in, in that sense did not deserve death. Although I'm a Calvinist and think you know everybody deserves death but uh, really you know without jesus um Romans. the wages of sin is death <laughs> the wages of sin is death uh but you know i'm not taking anything away from that it was a tragedy i'm like chase if i'd been president i would have went that they they should not have died that way did not deserve to die that way i don't think that was god's punishment of you know I, that's my view is i don't think it's god's punishment upon them because they were gay um although you know, everyone who dies without Christ dies without hope, and the Bible is very clear. Repent and turn to Jesus while you still can. So in a sense, everybody is under that that particular warning from God. But having said all that, I don't understand why I don't understand why Hatmaker would feel the need to write something like this as as if Christians paved the pathway for this particular incident to happen when it was done by a Islamic terrorist who himself may have been struggling with homosexuality. I, just, I don't. This is an odd reaction. That is essentially my issue. Uh, should Christians use this occasion to stand up and preach out on the evils of homosexuality? I, no, we I, should I, preach I, the is, uh, the evils of Islam. That's what we should do. Well, I mean, and I think that might be appropriate. But but honestly, it sh- if if a Christian were to say, well, this all right, this thing that happened in Orlando, this is my chance to stand up and be very clear about how the Bible condemns homosexuality. That is true. The Bible does co- condemn homosexuality, but that's probably not the appropriate message for the moment. On the flip side, should Christians or anybody use this occasion? To bring up an attack on Christians when this was perpetrated by uh, somebody who professed allegiance to Allah and uh, and ISIS, 
I don't think so. I th- I really think what Jen has done is is out of bounds here. I think other Christians, they, uh, there were a ton of people that identified as Christians in the couple of days after the attack that speculated that that anti-Christian whatever fueled this. And and I honestly think not only is and it they not were disappointed fair, it's not when true. it was Muslims, by the way. Uh, well, I, I found it very interesting, by the way, that the FBI re- released a transcript of the terrorists' phone calls to 911, and the first transcript they released totally sanitized. Yeah, in other words, they all edited of all of it out that he said about Islam and Allah, etc. The second transcript that they released that they said that with the full transcript, instead of Allah being there, they used God, which I find very interesting. They said it was because they were translating from the Arabic what he said – but number one, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure that's exactly how it happened. I, I'm not sure that he didn't. Sp- he, he seemed to be quite fluent in English. Well, Allah is. I mean, it means God. I realize it but, does. But yeah, you know what? It's the agenda. But he's that's talking a, about the saying. Islamic. There's a God. reason why they why they you know release redacted because let me tell you, if they had been a Christian who did that, oh yeah, there would have been no redaction. I just I believe that is correct. Yeah. Well, the Christians, I mean. Well, anyway, I'm on go there. It is what it is. All right, guys, listen, we um, we haven't read good discussion. Yet. Let's rate the cereal, and then we're going to play some um, listener feedback, talk about a couple of our favorite moments in the show, and then we'll talk a little bit about the future. So, uh, guys, the Choco Zucaritas um, sent to us by missionary Nick Johnson over the Trump wall. Uh, let's go around the room. Guys, out of five spoons, thank you, Nick, for sending this in. Um, I start with Nick. Nick, what do you think of the cereal Nick sent? So as a snack cereal, as as just uh, around the house, I don't mind giving it four. But it's wow. I, well, it, here's why. So if I'm just going, ooh, sugar, yes, woo. But if it's a, I don't. I'm at the point where I don't necessarily think of that cereal for snacks. I think of it for breakfast, and yep. it's going to be for breakfast cereal. It's going to be two or three because it's just not. How it'll start today. Okay, Nick. Uh, thank you for sharing. Manual. I'm leaning like three, three and a half. Like the cereal itself is actually not bad. Right. Um it's not bad. It tastes just like like it's a you know, it's it's essentially um frosted flakes. Um that's what it is. It's made by Kellogg's. It's the chocolate version of frosted flakes. Plus marshmallow. But the marshmallows are first of all, I don't like marshmallows and chocolate cereal as a mm. as a rule. But and second, those marshmallows are weak. <laughs> like you can't even taste them. Like they're they're, they're just weak. they're just taking up space. Um so I'd give it like a three point five just because it tastes like Three and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean because it, it, it tastes just like You guys are pretty chocolate. liberal with you your spoonage. It tastes just like Choco. Uh, frosted flakes. So it's that, not, but that's the thing. If I'm going to eat it, is if I'm looking for just sugary snack, yeah, it, it's it's higher than some other things. But if okay. if it's breakfast cereal, it's not. Here's I'm going to go next because I, I I think we should end this on a high note, and I, I have a feeling uh, because only three boxes made it in this room, and two of those three boxes was consumed by Captain Crunchy. I have a feeling this may end on a high note. No, he's not going to give it a high note. For him? No. Okay, we'll see. He cares about marsh- marshmallow quality way too much to give it a okay. to give it a five star. I'm, I'm gonna, he, here's my issue with the cereal. I know Chase. It's the marshmallows. 
it I don't I don't like marshmallows in chocolate cereal. And this cereal just kind of reaffirmed that for me. I think if we were just doing the flakes, it was okay. But the marshmallows added a little – it's going to sound odd, but it was way too sweet for me. So, um, You are an old person. Was it really? Yeah, it was, it was way I, too it sweet for sweet me. me. Since I think it was not one of the sweetest cereals. I've been like eating a lot, of, a lot of cookies lately, though, so my sugar tolerance mm. is really high right now. I like a little – I had cookie cake for breakfast yesterday morning. you got to understand, mm. one of my favorite cereals is Raisin Bran, so – was got a little little brand, a little sweet. Are you sure you're not 48 instead of 38? <laughs> or maybe 58? I'm not even. It's two hours past his bedtime right now. I'm not even 38 yeah, he yet. He was trying to get us to finish recording before we started. I'm not even 38 yet. I'm going to go two. Two spoons. Heavens. Will for my birthday. My, my next birthday. Oh, I'm already. Okay. Oh, wait, I already leveled up. Did I miss your birthday? Yeah, well, it was way back in April. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. It's good to good to be good friends. That's that's I didn't get invited to your you. birthday party. I didn't have was one. Brad there? Didn't have a birthday party. Oh, y'all can celebrate. Gotta be like that. Y'all can celebrate Friday. <laughs> that sounds like a, a girlfriend be, question. It's gonna be awesome. Go ahead. Chase. I, I'm, I liked it. I liked the cereal. It, it was not phenomenal. The marshmallows were a little uh, not. You, you, here's what you want in a marshmallow. You want to snap. You want to snap into that marshmallow. And, and when Facts. it gets stale, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. But I like the. I like the flakes. I, I like the whole thing. And and maybe I'm being a little charitable. And, and I hope that's okay. You know, in light of First Corinthians 13, which tells us how to rate cereal. Um, I'm imagining this. False teacher tells us how to rate. Tell us, Joel. That was tongue in cheek. I I'm imagining this cereal with good solid marshmallows, like it would be off the shelf in Mexico, not after being transported across the country. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to give it a wall. solid four. I think this is a uh, this is a good cereal. I enjoyed it when I ate it at home. I enjoyed it here. When did Nick send this to you? Crossing that border was the best thing that ever happened to that cereal. When did Nick send this to you? Um, I think I got it uh, Monday. Okay. No, no, no. I think fr- Thursday or Friday. Okay. Well, Nick, we really appreciate it. And um, that four, so, I mean, you got four. You just gave it a four. Yeah, four, four is pretty like, good. I don't, I don't feel like you guys actually, I, I feel like you bump it up a couple of spoons just out to, you know, out of the person who sent it. No, I, I almost gave it a four. Like, I don't know who this cat is. It's borderline. You don't know who Nick you don't know is? Nick Johnson, the dude, he's listened, to, he's listened to the show since almost the beginning. But I quit. He says you're his favorite host <laughs> far and away. I'm kidding. He's he's written poems about you and novels. <laughs> hey, the ballads even. Don't make it weird. Er, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and love letters. Oh wait, no, wait. Okay, thought oh, that was far. Nathan Martin to David. Uh, Sorry, guys. Brief we're, interaction before we talk about the future of our show, I'm looking forward to that. We're gonna let, let's do a, a, a honor of episode 100. Let's let's talk about our favorite moments from the Gospel Friends. So we've got a couple of uh, voicemails and some and some listener feedback. Um. But but we want to talk just kind of looking back ourselves. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Nick. Are you ready? Uh, I can be. All I was right. I was gonna I was gonna get some prep work done, but we can. Oh well, I can go to Emmanuel. I just don't know how Emmanuel may be a while based on uh, what he I, said in pre-show. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not good at remembering details. Yeah, um, which is just surprised no one. Uh, but the, the episode that I can remember is the uh, the infamous elevator music episode, uh, and it, it may not even be the episode you? itself because the episode itself was kind of I, th- I think I remember this being kind of subpar, which is not saying much. 
Um, See, it was a remote show, and I, I personally no, it, it don't think a remote that, show. No, it, it was not. It was me. It was, you weren't here. I think it was, it was me, Chase. Were you here, Nick? I don't think I was. was I think it was you and Chase and Joshua. Okay. I think. Oh, that no. Oh, okay, there's oh, two. Joshua, the, okay, wait a minute. There's was, two elevator music shows. I'm talking about the one, the, the original. The dog story. Was Joshua on that one, the original? Yes. yes. Okay. okay, the episode actually was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, there it is. Okay. Where did you even get that music? You are now it? listening to the dulcet tones. So there was a there was an infamous. But it wasn't the show. It wasn't the episode. It was the aftermath of the episode. The people were Chase, was yes. furious. And I was like, I didn't know elevator okay. <laughs> music. Made so that. Chase Chase All came right. Chase <laughs> came in one day to Nick and I in a pre-show meeting, and he said, "Hey." I think I have a story that I would like to tell on the show, but I'm not sure if I can tell it or not. And and so he proceeded to tell. It was a story about his dog, and so he proceeded to tell us. And Nick and I, the whole time, we were just staring at each other, like in disbelief. In disbelief, like you are kidding, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. You cannot tell this on the show. And we were so just, you know, honestly thought maybe he was joking. And as it. So it became a joke where he Chase would tease, yeah. hey, I have a story to tell yeah. everybody. So people started getting really like, I want to hear this story. Tell us the story. Tell us the story. So the way I remember it happening is is we were gone, and Chase actually said, it? he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell the story. But then he told you, Nick, yeah. you, you like edited it out somehow. And what Chase intended to happen was... He go to tell it. I do the old school radio, and and it yeah. We cut it, but I, I thought this would be more fun. No, to be fair, I'm the one who got you. Did in you trouble. do it? Yes, because okay. I said, hey, what if you just played elevator music over part of it? My remember. thought was you were going to play about <laughs> five to ten seconds of elevator music, <laughs> but what Nick did was he played elevator music over the entire story and just let Chase in, like where you could hear Chase tell just something, and then it would go back into the elevator music. And people were furious. Oh, yeah. I mean, we literally had people, like, I thought they weren't going to listen to the show anymore. Kristen Brown, who is friends with Chase, and I told him, could just call him on the phone and hear the dang story. (laughs) That... That was good. That was good times. That's funny. Well, <laughs> the elevator, the music, the, there was a second show that we recorded remotely. And uh, <laughs> and Nick, we were in three of our locations. And Nick didn't record himself. Yeah, I was trying out some new software that yeah. didn't work the way I expected. And so what happened was every time when we listened to the show, every time Nick went to speak, it was just silence. <laughs> so he edited in elevator music wherever he would have talked. <laughs> And in that episode, I did learn my lesson. That I cut it down a, a little bit. Par show itself, but uh, well, without Nick, it was good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, Emmanuel. All right. Well, what's okay? So I'll, I will go ahead and jump in because that was actually going to be what? What do you? Why don't you look at me that way? The overall, just that joke and that. It, I don't think making people's irritators were, but but just the fun of that that long tease and then the joke. It just it was a fun run of stuff for me. Um, I'm not even sure that you could even anticipate the no, level of. I did not. Well, I can't say that word. The level of anger. No, it wouldn't have. It, it it would have made me like I would have gone like old school evil villain. Mwahaha, you know, you know, clicking my fingernails together as as I edited to know because I thought it would have been funny because it just that was the craziest thing to. But I will say, I think for episode 100. Um, it, it, it's time. 
Chase, tell the dog story. Okay. <laughs> so. We didn't talk about this in prep. No, we didn't. Sorry. Um, I'm not quite ready to tell the dog story. It didn't stop you the first time. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> One time this dog came along and. Uh, All right. Well, that's enough of that. Okay. Nick. <laughs> and there were puppies afterwards. And the cops were called. And okay, okay no, you're making that worse. Here's the here's the problem with that story. Everything he just said is true. Uh, it's true. It is. Yeah, it is true. It's actually the Jefferson County Sheriff. The cops being know. called is the funniest part yeah. of that whole story. All right. Um, well, there was a problem. I didn't no, know how to she, fix. No, okay. Okay. Uh, it's, is it's it my like turn? They, no. They, hey, hey. Sh- the the two I, dogs spent more time I, together than I think they initially planned. Hey. I mean, what do you do? Are I've you never guys, seen that before. What are you guys doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing right now? Well, you asked me to tell together, <laughs> man. <laughs> you were going to get hard. you were going to get us kicked off the air. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Who was oh, it that asked for the dog story? <sighs> okay, well done. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. I, was I can't wait to see what happens in editing on that. Probably nothing. I would just like to point out the correlation between this story and one of Emmanuel's descriptors for you in the game. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a way the story could have been told that would have been all right, but so, the way Chase was telling it was not okay. Look, Chase is not one to be inappropriate. Thank you. While being while being recorded, um, Who, who's sharing next? Are you sharing? <laughs> that was what that I'm was saying. Kind Just, of years. That yeah, was that years that was a very fun memory. How, uh, how the fact that me and David have remained friends when he is so worried about how people view him? <laughs> I have said it I all. So the opposite. No, that's that's exactly why. I I want to be. You friends say with you. everything he thinks. I, this is why I want to be friends with you because there is when when you and I are together, ain't nobody remember what I say. I I am, and I probably if I did say something later on, they would attribute it to you. So I'm. That's funny. So we're all we're all good. I don't think the dog story is that bad. Do you remember how we became friends? Do you remember what the the first thing that we talked about that Chase will like this? This is a Chase. What we bonded over? Old Testament. Old Testament. <laughs> What is that? that love is so of the fitting. Old Testament. That was what Emmanuel and I first bonded over. That sounds interesting. Love I've of the Old never Testament. Never heard of, of that book. Oh, well, <laughs> the new one. Oh dear. In general, I think the Hall of Dogma and some of the relationships that have spawned out of the show is probably one of the coolest things to me that I just couldn't have anticipated the way it went. So yeah. Uh, look. Oh, I'm sorry. We've had people just randomly stop into our undisclosed location of where our church is, which is the worst guarded secret in all of podcastum. All of Dogma Church in Arkansas. But then you But then you <laughs> That was that was interesting. Continue. <laughs> We had a little bit of an audio glitch there. I think we've recovered adequately. <laughs> you know how it's the end of a long day? Or the end of a long run? Mm. What do you mean by that? I mean, I went running earlier. Okay. <laughs> Golly. But no, then you hear about some of the audience members that 
they were traveling through each other's states and then yes. they, they visit. Yeah. That's cool. I'm yeah, sorry. That is. You know, mock me if you want. But. I, I think that is the, that is for me, the crown jewel of the hundred episodes is, is the people that have listened and kind of stuck with us. And we, we've lost some people along the way. I, I miss old. Ran them off. I miss old Dan. Remember, you remember good old Dan? The caretaker man? Caretaker man. Dan. Yes. Can we bring him up? I, I do remember Dan. Who, he was one of our first international <laughs> listeners and he contacted us. <laughs> Or he tweeted at us. Yep. Um, he was listening to the story that we told about the uh, n- the nude church in ah, where wow. was that? Church. I don't know, but I remember the name of the church: Whitetail Baptist Church. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and it was a clothing optional <laughs> church. <laughs> Best name ever. For and he class. tweeted at us, and he said, um, "As as I uh, as I am at work." Happy, listening to the gospel friends. Happy that I'm not caretaker of Whitetail Baptist because he was a care, he was a caretaker of a church in uh, Australia. Right. Yep. yep. So uh, I miss old I miss old Dan, but but there are people who've stuck with us from the yeah. beginning. And uh, and and did I run him off? Is that one of the ones I ran? Now, off? Now I think he I think Dan was kind of just read, I don't know what happened with him. It could have been the debate Skinner and I had over cessationism. He he was a he was he was he was a real reformed. He was guy. super reformed. He, super reformed. he might have been the most that, reformed. It was a cessationist. People, reformed people in the hall uh yeah before uh for Tylavella got there I guess. <laughs> but shout out. But those relationships and those people that have have you know just kind of come that we've gotten to know and and like you said people that have spent money you know, going out of their way to, you know, they were in nearby state or whatever and went out of their way to show up and, and bring us stuff. That that has been the coolest thing. Um, and, and honestly, when we started this, that, like, that was one of the goals. It was mm-hmm. to bring people into a conversation, and and that that by far has been my favorite part of doing the podcast in the first 100 episodes. Now, my, my probably one of my favorite shows. I just have to give a shout out to the uh, the Japanese chair show, uh, a, where we talked about the Japanese chair. And um, dude, I'm gonna hug Alabama you like slam. a Japanese chair. Did <laughs> 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 that? That was uh, a what were you thinking? Um, one of the best what were you thinkings of yep. all time, and uh, the comedy gold that came out of that. Mm. So, Chase, how about you? Favorite gospel friends moments. You know, I, I guess just sitting around the table with you guys and talking about this stuff, show prep prior to, and then hanging out afterwards, that's a, we don't have to get choked up about it. You know what? <clears throat> it's not, it's, it's not necessarily over. We I didn't realize you had a heart. <laughs> that was hardcore, man. Yeah, you know, little... Little barbs thrown across the table, that sort of thing. I, I love that. I remember Bring the up first Joel time and see how deep his love goes. <laughs> mm. I remember the first mm. time we had a visitor, uh, Hall of Dogma related, an out of town visitor, and when Brad Melton and his family came, Brad. And, and how my wife and and family <laughs> was just so. I think your wife was. A little, oh yeah. Amazed. These people come to visit you. Yeah, Why? Like, Nick's, Nick's wife would. Nick's wife could not believe people listened and was, <laughs> and was sending us messages. Yeah, and she was yeah. like, "People are actually listening to you, goobers." And yeah, in fairness, Lisa does not podcasting just is not on her radar. So. Yeah, thanks for being supportive, Lisa. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank the, you, Lisa. The, the only episode she really liked was the one she was on. Oh, that was that one. She was good. Yeah, so. I, I'm. 
I have to live okay. with her. I'm not saying a word. Uh, and Emmanuel's a lot even of scared of her, so Nathan, we know that's legit. Kevin, yeah. Kristen, the <laughs> uh, Atwoods. Um, I mean, that was the thing. Like, just I mean, Nathan twice. and Nathan and his family hanging out at our house, yeah. watching college football yeah. with me and Nick. And um, Chase was with Bradford, of course. Chase, Chase was with Bradford. <laughs> Part of the root of all out. this stuff. Uh, and Bradford, who doesn't <clears throat> listen to this podcast, but possibly somebody who knows him is eventually going to tell him about that. Who actually has probably got more airtime on this podcast than as a, as a <laughs> him and Bernard get mentioned about the same amount of times. Uh, Which, by the way, that was a great Gospel Friends moment. Buying, buying Bernard. Episode buying yep. Bernard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just those guys. I mean, that that has been... I mean, I would love to know if if I mean that that is gospel fruit to me. That is that mm-hmm. is talking about uh, ghosts. No, Uh-oh. looking at the the, the people, the the yes. people. Uh, that that to me is my belief that God blessed has blessed the podcast mm-hmm. is not because we became rich off of it or ever made a dime. Actually, I think we lost money because we have like nineteen t shirts that we. Never have done anything with. Yeah, we have to do something with us. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we can use them for the shirts. Car wash. If later. you send us a self-addressed <laughs> stamped arts. envelope, we can ship you one of the shirts. Um, just so it doesn't cost us any postage. But yep, <laughs> I think those relationships have been to me what uh, I, I look at. And go, you know, God, God really allowed blessings you know in these these one of our episodes um a couple of uh some i think we have some couple of voicemails mm-hmm. to play uh i will uh Kristen brown who Thank left you. some comments on facebook rather than uh he didn't get to call in Kristen brown one of the first people that listened to the show um at i am super dad on twitter uh he said um here are my favorites, uh, favorite memories from the show. Number one, my guest appearance, of course. Absolutely. Kristen was a guest on the show. Number two, David fighting for parking spaces. No, no, no. Not fighting. Robbing old er ladies. He, well, technically, he didn't rob her because she got the space. She, uh, technically, she took <laughs> she, uh, robbed, she, she took, robbed him. She right. took my space, and I asked her a question. I simply asked her what she was doing. That was all. <laughs> How she thought that was her space. Yeah. Number three, Star Wars. <laughs> episode Star Wars. Yep. See, I forget, but that is as an epic. The the long tail of that, because as longtime listeners may, <laughs> David McConnell. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Jenny Thompson, by the way, that articulate. She said Star Wars epic. I'm hesitant to admit that for fear of having to turn in my chick card. Eh, you're fine. I didn't know chicks got cards. Number four, anytime the general is irritated about something. (laughs) Number five, Chase shooting up houses like a Chicago land gangster. That must have been a story you told at some point. One of many. Number six, anytime a game blows up completely. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lot. Plenty of those, yeah. So, uh,. Yeah, good good stuff, Chris. So we got some uh, we got some voicemails to play here. We do. We got a couple of them. So we'll. um, We actually did. You see the one from Nathan that just came in. It's almost like I've done this before, Chase. I'll just make sure. What we'll do is um, newest. We'll, we'll save the best for last. Um, those who called in first um, shall be last. The last shall be first. So, hey fellas, this is your buddy Brad from Arkansas. Hey, as you put together your 100th episode, I just stopped to pause to try and think about one standout show, uh, a favorite show. Uh, that I could list, and I just couldn't come up with one. Um, 
You know, what really means the most to me about Gossip Friends is uh, I like them all. And I really like all the great friendships that have been built for for me and others um, throughout our time this past couple of years with you guys. So thank you for that. And I wish you guys the best of luck. Appreciate you. Hey guys, this is Jason Bukowski from the great state of Michigan and the Genesis to John the Revelator podcast. I just want to congratulate Nick, David, and Chase on 100 episodes. That is so awesome, guys. I want to thank you for all the laughs. Pretty much at Verbiage not being able to pronounce Jedi. I want to thank you for all the tears. Again, at Verbiage for not being able to pronounce Jedi. I mean, really, who says Jedi? Anyways... Thank you guys for all that. Thank you for all the great friends that I've come to know over the last year from the HOD. And let's all raise a bowl of cereal to the boys. Here's to another hundred. Mr. Nathan, um, last minute Martin. Hi, this is Nathan Martin, the benefactor. I uh, obviously have not done my job tremendously well if the show doesn't continue but tears to the next hundred um the things i like most about the show are the amazing use of uh, piano music mm. the strong giftful snark of the general uh the sage words of wisdom from one dave mcconnell thank you the I I was gonna say Chase. docile tones of Chase Thompson, oh, no. a.k.a. Dr. Dobson, and, <laughs> of course, the overriding cynicism and liberalism of one Nick Jenkins. Um, but uh, honestly, here's uh, really awesome, really loved meeting the guys, and I uh, feel like I have a second home at the Hall of Dogma Church. Come and um, the... Uh, it was great being on the show and, of course, making the greatest mouthfeel joke that will never air um, the, the, on the Gospel Friends. So uh, here's to the next hundred because, frankly, we have not used the Rob Bell nearly enough. Which you've been hearing a lot tonight. It's, yes. got, it's gotten a lot of activity. In yeah, it. someone commented that was used a lot last week, too. So yeah, I will say Nathan and his family... We connected with them so well. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly sent him messages and was like, "Dude, just you just guys need to move here. Just <laughs> that would rock. find your job." And yep, you know, I mean, you can do politics from anywhere. I was about to say you can mock Trump from Alabama, can't you? I, I mean, you can. We're 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 looking for a speaker of the house in Alabama right now. <laughs> mm. Yep. Oh, so Alabama, a lot to say about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one's going to be from Mr. Ian Mackey. Angus. Foreigner. <laughs> well, congratulations on reaching your 100th episode. Some of my favourite moments. Well, the one above all has to be David McConnell's car parking exploits. <laughs> and any time we hear the wisdom of Emmanuel, there's just uh, nothing to beat it. So, congratulations again. And please, please, please don't make this the last episode. Goodbye. Oh. He's a sucker for accents, Chase is. Listen, there is a dude in another country who listens to our show and likes it and thinks Manuel's wise. I know. God bless you. I need to send him some money or something. (sighs) And he's from from my homeland. 
Did we ever send T-shirts to Stuttgart and No, we, we told people. We, we told people. No, y'all, Look, did, y'all even, never I, sent I T-shirts to anybody. I didn't even get a T-shirt, and I'm right here. You think you sent one internationally? <laughs> you never. I'm, They're in the closet. Look, Go get a shirt. <clears throat> I'll give you one in a minute. I'm Every time I went to give you a T-shirt, you said, I don't like blue T-shirts. Yeah, for gang reasons. Well. But I like free stuff. Well, we got a free shirt so for you. You're a blood? Yeah. Oh, crud. I'm a crip. <laughs> It's not going to work out here. <laughs> Look, this show's going to get real interesting. I have a feeling I'm about to start. <laughs> Under the table. Hey, listen. Where's my spoon? <laughs> uh, we'll get you a we'll get you a free T-shirt in a moment. I, I you can die. You right. guys said here. Here was your quote, David. You mail out the first batch of T-shirts, and we'll get the second batch. Those were the words of Chase Thompson. Batch. Batch. Box. The next... Hey, the look, you know what? We bought I, the batch. I have a receipt to prove it. I mailed some t-shirts to some people. And everybody you guys were in charge of still walking around shirtless. Well, we were going to buy a second <laughs> box and send it out, but we haven't finished the first box, a.k.a. batch. Well, maybe if you ask for some money, like Joe Olstein, you have some... <laughs> <laughs> this ministry, where so you, you can give reach to internationally, this, if you, you give this ministry, shirts. you can reach people all over the globe with the gospel. Well, literally, because you know exactly that's what we're doing, which is exactly what money. he said. Yeah, credit and it wasn't a guy in Pell City with a made-up accent. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> credit where due. Who's responsible for the slogan on the back of the shirt? Your mom. <laughs> I mean, it's does your yes. mom listen to Joel Osteen? I'm not answering that question. I am so not answering that question. I sure hope not. Would you talk to her if she did? <laughs> I would talk to her, yes, much, about not listening to the false teacher. I think um, Emmanuel is responsible, is he not? Emmanuel is responsible. Who remembers what the slogan is? I do. Answer. I do, too. It's uh, That hour and a half isn't going to waste itself. Yeah. Because that, that hour and a half isn't going to waste itself. itself yeah. We are two hours plus right now, so we'll go oh, ahead. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, it is almost What's episode 10. 100? There you go. Look, I'm just glad to be talking to adults. So, I mean, I take care of a baby in the, in, during the day. So Adults. you got to use yeah. air quotes. Yeah. Bigger. Air quotes. Well, no, y'all are still barely more mature than my six-month-old. Well, that's probably old. true. We'll take it. More All mature right. than an infant. A lot All right. poop here. <laughs> but not poop jokes. Um, and finally, the director. Hey, hey, this is the director. <laughs> Matt. Yes, it is. With a speak mic message speaking to you from West Virginia. Hey, I hope this is not the last of the gospel friends. It may be the most disastrous really thing that ever happened to me if that was the case. I may lose my hair. This is going to be long. He's a preacher. And, and <laughs> be, be forever scarred by the loss of such a wonderful part of my life. But anyway, just want you guys to know that the gospel friends helped to save me in a lot of ways. Brought a lot of joy to my life and helped me in ways that I'll never be able to explain. But thanks a lot, Dave, Nick, and Chase. And Hang in there, guys. We love you. Oh. Peace out. <laughs> nice. That was it's pretty. That was pretty. Very kind. That was very nice. kind. I like Tony. Here's good people. Here's what I want to say. If if Tony makes it big on his own podcast, I think we get credit for that. Uh-huh. that I just want to go. Ahead, I just want to go ahead and call is, it. Is that credit involve like money? That's the only kind of credit that counts. Well, let's say an assist. We get an assist. No, no, no. Right? Look, we we well, have like we have we have launched dozens of podcasts. 
All the people in the hall. Everybody in the hall of dogma has their own podcast now, and it's all because of us. They they heard us and they went, well, we can do that. They heard us and they no, they did. They said they said if these guys can do it, I can do it, and they started their own podcast. And Tony's is good, and he does a good job of marketing stuff. And now he's moving into Facebook Live and all this. So I just think I just think Tony should keep keep us in mind. Don't forget, um, don't forget the little people. Well, everybody's asking about the future of the podcast, and I think we should talk about it. But hey, can I have can I have sixty seconds? Sure, it doesn't matter. I, I'm on. I just I, there you I, go. For old times' sake, I just wanted to do a. What were you thinking? Oh, oh, man. that's that's great. Just I just I'll just do one. Although there was a good one from Alabama, the manual gave me earlier. But I, I want to give a shout out to our friends, the Japanese, because they've given us so much. Oh, no. They have contributed a lot. They to have the contributed show. a lot to the show or the first hundred episodes. So there's another Japanese endeavor here that I think is worth mentioning. Uh, for only sixty dollars, you can have a pair of underwear that has been hung in the Hawaiian air for two days. Gee, only sixty dollars. Thanks, Hawaiian by the way. Underwear? Thanks, by the way, to the Japanese. Yeah. So what? The, this company what? from Japan has come out with a limited edition of cotton underwear called Hawaiian Breeze. That was really good that you got that. Apparently, each pair of uh, the boxer briefs were hung on a clothesline in the United States island state of Hawaii for 48 hours before being packaged in a sealed glass container. Uh, and then sold online. Uh, the company has uh, started with a hundred pairs of boxer briefs on a giant clothesline in Hawaii, where they were caressed by the gentle tropical breeze for two full days before being taken David, down. This is a family show. Crazy. Stuffed into individual glass containers, and so you can order these for a limited time. Shoppers who spend over three thousand yen on a variety of products from this company. Will receive a complimentary sealed plastic bag full of refreshing Hawaiian air to go mm. with the underwear. Is that in case you need to refresh the fresh breeze? I, I guess. Uh, That's six, $28. 28 bucks. Yeah, so will you I do that off the top of my So $60 for a pair of Hawaiian breeze underwear, and then you throw 28 bucks. On, uh, on top of that, and you can get a plastic bag of Hawaiian air. Here, here's, here's my question. Here's my, I've been to Japan. Um, I was there for like 35 minutes. I didn't really have a chance to smell the air in Japan. Did you get hugged by a chair? I didn't. Now look, if you, if oh, I understand why people in Japan want to make <laughs> underwear that smells like Hawaii because their air quality is hard. Okay, that was going to be my question because they're kind of an island thing themselves, right? Yeah. Okay, so why would they? <laughs> They're kind of an island thing themselves. Yeah, in Japan, okay. like an island. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. why? It's not like an island, actually. <laughs> it's it's an island. Island. It is an island. Okay, why? Why would they not just hang the underwear on their own island? Why? Why are they flying the? Because you, this is what they're doing. They're they're going to Hawaii and hanging up this underwear for two days. And then they're sealing it up and flying the products back to Japan and then selling them from there. Because you don't want your butt to smell like Japan. Your butt has no problem smelling like Japan. Episode 100 title right there. You do not want your butt to smell like Japan. Although it's not bad everywhere. It just depends. Let me tell you something. I don't know what podcast you you listened to this week, but you will not listen to one that talks about Jen Hatmaker while eating cereal and the benefits of your butt not smelling like Japan. Nope. There is only one. 
I like that title better than the first one we had. So. Podcasts like that. Right. Speaking of only being one podcast. We, we need to get serious here. So everybody, yeah. had, the, the, the big question that we've had is the future of the show. Yep. And uh, before we get into this, let me just say, we've talked a lot about it. And the one thing that we did not want to do, it, because we've apparently raised a lot of questions, so the one thing we didn't want to do is, is – I don't understand why people keep asking. I, I think we've just made remarks or whatever that is confused, left some confusion I, I out mean, there. I mean, why would people take us seriously after all of the I other remarks we say? So the big deal is we, we don't this want – This isn't even episode 100. We, <laughs> it's like 103. It's actually like 103. Two, one, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is not so difficult. Oh, my bad. 107. So, There's two pilots and then the secret pilot and then – Yeah, I mean – There's a pilot. Did you hear that? It's not a pilot. Somebody just pulled up outside. Somebody just pulled up outside. What edit that out later? Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, at a church at a a church at ten o'clock at night. I do not know. Anyway, the the last thing that we wanted to do was was end episode one hundred with ambiguity. So what we we really just want to try to help everybody understand where we're going. So ATF, open up, dude. Guys, cover me. (laughs) Whoa! Did they they say ATF? ATF. Ow! Where did? Where did Nick go? Um, Hang on, I'll go. I'll go talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're going to go talk to him, really? Yeah, we, right. have, we have lost one of the gospel friends. Okay, Chay, uh, Chay, they um, had a little legal situation pop up. Where, where Nick is? Uh, okay, I'm back. It's cool. It was the asthmatic trauma fund. They were here for <laughs> donations. Uh, I told him we didn't have any money. She want to text Nick? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, uh, I would not. Well, let's get while you're doing that. Let's get back to. <laughs> We'll try to get Nick back. He does a little misunderstanding about um, ATF. Thing. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get him a second. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's get back to. They probably just want to ask him some questions. Nothing serious. It, it probably so. They're probably yeah. for somebody else. I don't. And why would he be upset about uh, the asthmatic? Tr- I don't know. I mean, maybe he has ATF. asthma. Okay. Let's get let's get back to the okay. question. Then. All right. So we the last thing we really want to do is end the show with with ambiguity. You know, and, and you know, ambiguity. Um, what? So two glowing orbs right there. Oh crap! Do you see those? That's the crunch signal. The the what? The crunch signal. I'm being summoned. Hang on, let me check my text messages. What is a crunch signal? You know, like the bat signal, but yeah, the crunch yeah. crunch berries. It's where, it's two crunch berries <laughs> in the sky. Where, where did we come up with that? We didn't. That's my deal. Oh, as Captain Crunch. Hang on, hang on. You, oh you, crap. You you came up with a crunch berries as a signal. Is there a, yeah. a is serial, it, is there a serial emergency? Apparently, Rob Bell is in the process of burning down a cereal factory in Michigan and is planning on putting a broadcast tower in place to beam his programming around the uh, northern part of the United States. You, and it turns out it's a good cereal factory. I, I'm going to have to bail <laughs> it's a, on this, guys. I will be back as soon as I, yeah, I possibly can, but um, I'll just trust you guys to kind of tell everybody the plans for the show, okay? Um, I'm out. This is a real emergency. Okay, we'll we'll just do our best to... Um, we'll, hold, we'll hold down the fort. You, you, you. Hey, the, the Crunchberry jet is fast, but not yeah. that fast. So okay. I'll just yeah. see you next episode. Okay, okay that, that sounds good. I'll pick you up. His jet is faster. <laughs> Creflo does have a did he get his jet did Creflo get his jet I, I think he was still getting it so it, okay I don't know if he actually has it in his possession yet but it's on the way alright I I have to I have to just remark the fact that um, I hate Nick and Chase had to they, 
leave. It's okay. Right you know, here we, at the end. Of- we can we can hold down the fort, but you know, just two of us. Well, I mean, honestly, just between you and I. I mean, my my back's been hurting since episode ten. So I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, yeah, carrying those. Bones. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been carrying the show, but but I mean, you know, you and I have kind of talked about doing our own thing anyway. So. I, why don't we just we'll tell everybody what's going on with the show and then we can we just we can move on out of here if it's matter of fact we we kind of we probably need to hurry anyway because uh there's um we, there's we got a bible study and a potluck happening right out here at the hall of dogma as soon as we get the, uh emmanuel um oh i said potluck and bible study okay i see uh, well all right, so I'll just uh, this is this is weird, just being me, um, but I'll just go ahead and finish up because um, uh, again, I'm trying to explain to you guys what's going on with the show. So um, I don't want there to be any uh, any confusion. Um, we're trying to you know make sure that there uh, you guys have an understanding about where we're going with with the show. So uh, before I before I explain that again, episode 100 has been brought to you by. Uh, well, nobody, because we don't have any sponsors, which is kind of problematic. But uh, um, you can check out our Facebook group, HallofDogma.com. You can look at the Facebook group there. And uh, there's uh, also, you can reach us by perhaps like email. So you could do the gospel friends at, uh, at gmail.com. And uh, uh, that's my phone. Hang on. Oh, wait, that's not my cell phone. Oh. That's the red phone. <laughs> That's how people get. Hang on. The one person that has this number is John Piper. Hello? John, Mr. Piper. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can come right down. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Uh sh- yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be right there. Uh, should I bring my gun? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Bad. Yes. I no no no. I got rid of all my guns. No problem. I will be right there. Hang on. Jesus is a friend of mine.